Welcome to Book Cheat, the book club podcast where I've read the book so you don't have to. My name is Dave Warnicky, and on each episode of this show, we look at one of the classics. And joining me to look at such a classic this week from the Weekly Planet, it's Mr. Sunday Movies, aka James, and Nick Mason, aka Mason. Hello! <laughs> it's great to be here, Dave. Fantastic stuff. Good to Thank see you. you. We're excited to, uh, well, because we know we're doing a James Bond. Book, Absolutely. Straight out the back, it's a Bond Bond special. I initially wasn't excited, but then when Dave hit record, he did the, he did the double thumbs up to each of us. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, sorry. okay, you fight, yeah. you fight us I'm up. I'm an audience warm-up man. I right. hype Absolutely. up my guests. Would you call this a Bond Nanza or Bond Gasm? Bond Stravaganza? <laughs> what do we settle on what? when we talk about Bond? Bond Jizz. <laughs> That's right. We're doing a big Bond Jizz. <laughs> Bondage Bonanza? Oh, yeah, very good. We haven't, yeah. we haven't done that one. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> but Bond Gasm is fun. <laughs> So, I mean, I feel like the whole of Australia has gone Bond mad because we have uh, just had the latest film released here. Mm. And I'm trying to avoid spoilers because I haven't seen it yet. And I'm seeing it this weekend with my dad as I see mm. every James Bond with my dad. Classic dad movie Such to see with dad your dad. Movie, yeah. yeah. So yeah. all going back to uh, Goldeneye, he took me to see that when I was five in wow. 1995. How did you feel about that woman strangling people well, to death? Well, I... My dad tells me, I have no memory of this, of course, but he tells me that uh, I got a big laugh in the cinema when uh, James Bond was making out with Xenia on a top. Mm. Oh, yes. And uh, I yelled out, don't kiss her, shoot her. <laughs> As a five-year-old. <laughs> and the whole cinema was like, yeah! That's a real a real entertainer yeah, from yeah. Right. day dot. And yeah. a, day philosoph- a philosophy you live by, is that correct? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm. Were you upset? You were upset, obviously, as a five-year-old that... He never used any of the gadgets in the BMW Z3 in Goldeneye. What was he thinking? What, why, what was even the point? Well, my understanding was that it was, a very, it was very late in the day for product placement. The, is the that correct? Yeah, that is so right. There's, yeah. a real ver- there's a real reason why that's the case, but still. Mm. But then looking back, that is definitively the best Brosnan Bond movie. Yes, easily. it is. Yeah. So maybe that's, that was the secret. You don't have to have these crazy <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. Jump off a dam Just and smart, shoot people. Smarm and drinking yeah, and <laughs> shooting a man in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're going to do. Now, how has your dad, uh, dad taken this model? Modern, this modern bond. How does he feel about a modern bond? I think he, you, you can never tell with dads whether they're going to whether they're going to be on board or they're going to be like this is PC gone mad. No, he's pretty chill. <laughs> he's on board with with uh, the Daniel Craig era. Two bonds ago, when we saw Skyfall at mm. the end, we're sitting in the cinema and he goes to me, "I think that that was the best James Bond I've seen in the cinema." And I said, "I know. I've already seen it twice. <laughs> 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 I'd secretly seen it with other people, and I felt too guilty to tell him." Oh, no. <laughs> So I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I'm You're going to get in the cinema with him this time around and he's going to be like, he's going to lean in and do some spoilers in your ear. <laughs> he's going to say every line <laughs> yeah, before it right. happens and huh? he's going, huh? tables have turned, yeah, yeah. How do you son like that? of mine. Well, at the end of Spectre, the last one, he turned to me and said, that was pretty good. Have you seen that one yet? Or? And I was like, no, I have not. I don't think I've bothered to see that one again. Yeah, not, uh, not great, but look, not to spoil the next one going in, but me and Mason, we had a good old time, didn't we? Oh, we like, the, we like yeah. the new one. I think it's a very good send-off for yeah. Daniel Craig Fantastic. as Bond. Yeah. Mm. So hopefully my dad likes it too. Mm. It's the dream. <laughs> Never know what a dad's going to like. <laughs> you just no. don't know. They love a submarine movie. They love a Bond movie. What else yeah. do they like? I don't know. Look, I would say maybe just bef- as you go in, slip him a book about World War II or something, and maybe if he doesn't like the movie, he'll like, yeah, the, yeah. Right. He'll like the book about World War II. <laughs> Flip to the Churchill section. He's mm. going to be right as rain, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Now, people suggest I do these books, and I I went through and I was like, I wonder if anyone suggested I do a James Bond book, and a few people have, but this one specifically has been suggested by Scott Porter from London, who suggested it three years ago, so are you still listening, Scott? (laughs) I got there for you. 
So that was the one request that's been submitted. Yeah, for this specific one, he because yeah. and he he wrote in Do Go On, my other podcast. Dave referenced his granddad's James Bond book that he always wanted to read, and I've got it here. He's got it right here in the oh pod God. studio to show you guys. It is like a, a bit of an anthology of one, two, three, four, five, six Ian Fleming Bond novels. An omnibus. Mm. Yes, Look at that Bondgasm. Thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is a Bondgasm, and it's got it's got Connery Bond <laughs> on the front, right? That's with with Ursula Andress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, on the back, a sexy picture of the man himself, Ian Fleming. Bow tie and cigarette. And God, that guy, he's sort of handsome, isn't he? I think. (laughs) For his time, definitely sort of handsome, probably. Looking at that, that that looks like a flattering photo, don't you think? Oh, There's a chance that he doesn't always look that good. Absolutely. Mm. I agree. Yeah. Um, and it, the book is heavy enough. It's hardcover to kill a person. So. Oh, you could John Wick somebody with that. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Q could hand that to you and say, there you go. <laughs> He's a man with this. The, budget, the, 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 yeah. the gadget budget ran out. Just yeah. This will make a better movie. No <laughs> gadgets. So I right. just hit him with this book. Well, what if I tell you? This book actually has a murder weapon that is a book. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm not, really? Yeah. But, but we'll, we'll talk. So the one we're talking about is From Russia with Love. <laughs> That, that is a genuine reveal. I just told you guys it was a James Bond novel. What we didn't know. Th- we didn't know. What do you think about From Russia With Love? I've seen the movie From Russia With Love. I think I've seen the movie From Russia With Love. They it's all got, blend it's together. Got, it's got Red Grant. He's a sort of a blonde... Oh, on the train and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, or at least yeah. some of it. <laughs> Played by Robert Shaw. Speaking yeah, of yeah. gadgets, that's the one where they went all out. The first time they went all out with the gadgets in the movie. He had this briefcase with all yep. this stuff in it. That talcum... Talcum powder container with tear gas in it. Robert Shaw's got a garrot watch. Yeah, garrot watch. Yeah, yeah. Opens with the garrot watch scene. Mm. Yeah. Is he? Does he kill the fake James Bond at the start? Yeah, because yeah. so which actually isn't in the novel, so we can talk about that. So okay, there are quite there are a few differences, but a, a lot of people praise this as being one of the best films, and actually, it's probably my favorite James Bond film. I think I love from Russia. It's, I tell you what, it, uh, the song is right up there. Matt Monroe is from Russia. Is that in the book? Uh, yes, it is. Right, it's terrific. <laughs> he, and he, he sung it true to form. It's like, a, it's like one of those birthday cards you open up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just over and over and over again it plays, and you're like, I'm trying to, I'm yeah. at chapter seven, for <laughs> God's sake. And every page it starts again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the movie's pretty true to form, but it does not open with, uh, with uh, red. Yeah. Because mm. you're watching that movie, and James Bond gets, spoiler for the, the, the movie as well as the sure. book here, of course. Um yeah, you think Sean Connery is dead. Mm. But then he takes his mask off. So Mission Impossible was pretty hack. <laughs> it certainly was. Why Why did they bother in the movie to like put a mask on him? Like he's yeah. not James Bond. Everybody in that scenario knows he's not James Bond. Yep. Does that man know he's not James Bond? Did he oh. know he was going to be murdered? He just he's, he went he went on a bender around uh, in Siberia <laughs> and he woke up and he's just got a Bond mask on. <laughs> I wonder if it's... Super glued. Yeah. I wonder it's maybe... Um, for the people hunting him to to give the man the appearance of James Bond to intimidate. Oh yes, and it's yes, just a yes. psychological trick. Like when you when you approach the real James Bond, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna give you a big chop to the neck. Yes, uh, and you've got to be you've got to be ready. You, you don't want to be scared of Bond, so we're gonna dress this man as Bond. Got to be ready, Grant, as they say. That's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, would you say that uh, the book follows the movie pretty closely after that bit? Yeah. Apart from that, I think it was it's probably eighty percent, eighty five percent. Okay. Don't bother then. We got it. We got yeah, the rough yeah. idea. So you got it, honestly. <laughs> I'll be saying bits to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, no, yeah, yeah the train. Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but from Russia with Love, so it was the second movie to be made with Sean Connery, but it's the fifth Ian Fleming novel to feature the character of James Bond. Already out were 1953, Casino Royale, mm-hmm. 54, Live and Let Die, mm-hmm. 
55 Moonraker, mm. and 56 Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah, right. Fleming wrote this story in early 1956 at his Golden Eye Estate. In Jamaica, in yeah. In Jamaica. Right. Yeah. Which when I was reading about, so he always wrote at the same desk, and then one of the facts, I, fun facts I found online was that Sting wrote Every Breath You Take whilst on holiday sitting at that same desk. Oh, so it's a magic desk. What a magic desk. Got to get that desk. Imagine the podcast we could do from that desk, oh my right? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you know, small caveat, it's made of Hitler's coffin. So <laughs> whatever. you got to take the good with the bad, I guess. That's right. I mean, yeah. Is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? It's hard to say. Yeah, that's, that's a magical yeah. desk. I if you use something evil for good, yeah, what do you know? <laughs> what a dilemma. Who owned, did he, who owned the, who owned GoldenEye after... We, we, we'll never know the answer, but who? Yeah. who I wonder who owned Golden well, I wanted to look at after at, Ian Fleming. Died. I wanted to look at the estate because yeah. um, I was like, I want to look. I just wanted to see the photos of what it looks like. Can you rent it out on TripAdvisor? And uh, there were a few articles saying that you could rent it out. Whoa. from a few years ago. Okay, and apparently because uh, I think it's quite a large estate, lots of grounds there, and they've mm. built different bungalows and things around it. It's probably owned by the Broccoli family. Yes, I'd imagine they so. Own yeah. it. But I'd like, yeah, I'd like to go there and uh, see the room where Sting wrote that hit. <laughs> if 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 we were to interview James Bond, yeah, or Daniel Craig rather, yeah, whoever, we couldn't interview James Bond because he's not real. But if we were to interview <laughs> Daniel Craig, I mean, he's probably sick of all the the, pre- the press because he's had to do like several years worth of press oh about goodness. this movie, and he had like at one point he had to start all over again. Yeah, I assume. yeah. But I would I would ask him, Daniel Craig, after all these years, is it still a bit funny? that, like, the head honchos of this whole operation are called the Broccoli Family. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit funny, isn't when does it, that still? stop being funny? Yeah, yeah, right? We all get a kick out of it. You're out of contract. You can tell us now. <laughs> is it a bit funny? Is it a silly name? You, like, sign a non-disclosure but non-joke agreement about the Broccoli <laughs> Family. Right. You will not make fun of our family. So this one was published in 1957, and US President John F. Kennedy listed it as one of his ten favourite books, and this led to a boost in sales. Wow. Oh. Number one being... Playboy, probably. You know that guy. You know what he was like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Deviant, Mason. Nudie mags. <laughs> As did the Doctor No film that came out in 1962. That also obviously uh, got sales mm. through the roof. Uh, from Russia with Love, as I said, became the second Bond film to star Sean Connery, released in 1963. All up, Ian Fleming wrote 12 novels and two short story collections centered around Bond before dying in 1964 at just 56 Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was quite early on, yeah. He looks so old. It's all the cigarettes, probably. <laughs> probably the cigarettes. I mean, moments ago you were just praising about how attractive this man is. That is true. Yeah, I bet they used that photo at his funeral. Live fast, yeah. die young, leave a good-looking corpse. Am I right, folks? <laughs> Ian. Yeah. Ian. Hell yeah. A hot person called Ian. Is it yeah. possible? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's... um. Ian Ziring. Yes. 90210, yes. Okay, so, so yeah. it is possible. Very possible. <laughs> I think there's only... Like two or three books they haven't adapted yet. One is um, what's that? It starts with S. It's like it's like Sicario, but it's not that. It's a different oh, one. Oh, um, yeah. Sicily, something like that. Something and, like that. And yeah. the other one is like James Bond goes to New York, <laughs> or something like that. Sirico. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I can't remember. I should look it up. Maybe it starts with R. You could look. Risico. It up. Risico. Yeah, there we go. It, yeah. Risico. Yeah. Yeah. Right and. I really am hanging out for James Bond goes. What am I? There's 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 a, there's a James Bond. I think it's for your eyes only. It's the it's the compil. It's the the collection of short stories because mm. he he was gonna he was he was he was asked to write a bunch of scripts for a TV series that never uh, ended up getting uh, happening. Was mm. it the cartoon James Bond Junior? It was James Bond Junior. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They made it after his death. Uh, but is that true? 
No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, the, 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 TV, the TV series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I jumped um, in. But there's, there's, there's one called the Hildebrand Rarity oh, yeah. where he he just takes a trip on a boat with one of his friends and like a like a, a really mean millionaire. It's, it's, mm. it's, a, it's a millionaire's yacht and the millionaire has taken them out on, onto, the, onto the ocean so he can just find a, a rare fish and kill it. That's the whole thing, right? <laughs> and he's just this me- awful mean man. And then they he finds the he finds the the fish and he poisons the fish and he's like I've done it I've gotten the Hildebrand rarity or whatever and also I'm a, I'm a horrible man and I beat my wife or whatever and then they all go to bed and then Bond wakes up in the middle of the night to find he's been murdered he's yeah this rich guy and he's like well I don't I don't want to be involved in this so he just makes it look like an accident Whoa. and then he leaves. <laughs> And the the, the so end of the book. So was the other guy? I assume on the boat. He doesn't know and he doesn't care. <laughs> that's the end of the. He's just like I don't know who did it, and it doesn't matter to me. Well, that's what I feel like is like very true to form of the James Bond character. Unless he's killing for like Queen and Country or King and Country or whatever whatever era, he d- he doesn't care. Like he's a psychopath. Sure. Like unless it like directly affects like the nation or him, doesn't care. Mm. Doesn't care at all. <laughs> I like it. It's cool, right? It's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm just looking up. Uh, the Hildebrand Rarity was that was first published in Playboy, so Whoa, JFK's yeah, other fa- favorite book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah, he does it. He, he reads it for the nude women, not the articles. Is that That's right? right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was in that famous speech of his, <laughs> whatever the moon landing one or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> now, I usually start with the opening line, which I will, but also I enjoy that this one starts with an author's note okay. from Ian to us. Wow, it says. Us. Yeah, it says, Dear Dave, James, James Maso, I hope this finds you. If you are reading this, I am dead. <laughs> I hope I made a handsome corpse. He writes, not that it matters, but a great deal of the background to this story is accurate. Wow. Which you're like, oh, okay. Right. Mm. He goes on to write about a Soviet meeting room that's in the book. The conference room that is faithfully described and the intelligence chiefs who meet around the table are real officials who are frequently summoned to that room for purpose similar to those I have recounted. Oh. Straight on the front foot being like, this is real. Yeah. Has Fleming had some sort of intelligence operation experience or something? I Mm. guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But then other people... No, he did, yeah. Other Mm. people have since criticised his uh, portrayal of Smirsch. Who we're going to talk about in this, the, the the bad guys in this. People being like, that is absolutely untrue. So I'm not sure if that's him at the start of the book, trying to counter those people being <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, 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 I've done my research. <laughs> I've done my research and, and Gargamel was after Schmirsch <laughs> for all for their beautiful blue hides. So he created Lady Schmirsch to go and spy on them. That's all accurate and true. <laughs> all right, so here's the actual uh, opening line. Now he's put, put, put the critics to bed. Papa Schmirsch. Okay, I'm I'm finished now. I had to get the last one out. (laughs) Thank you. He writes, uh, The naked man who lay splayed out on his face beside the swimming pool might have been dead. And we're off. Whoa, all right, all right. Good start. Who's uh, who's the naked man? Who's looking at the naked man? What's going on? Mm, Are they dead? dead? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me say, the naked man is not dead, but sunbaking. (laughs) Oh, nude. Nude. In this era? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Goodness. I hope they're wearing sunscreen because that could be quite painful. God, mm. that just a burnt wang. Oh, imagine. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it Right up there with Jaws, burnt wang. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Iconic not, villain. Yeah, what a, what a villain. It isn't James Bond either. Because structurally, I liked the novel because this is not in the film, but the first third to the first half doesn't actually feature James Bond at all. Oh, 
like it. You just hang out with the bad guys. Nice. Yeah. Which is cool. Just getting to know. In, instead, know. we first meet Donovan Red Grant. Yes. So he's the nudie Rudy yeah, yeah, yeah. sunbaking. Mm. They didn't have the guts to make him fully nude in the movie. No. Red Wang Grant. How are they there called? There we go. <laughs> Though there is that bit where he's walking around just in towel. Yes, you remember that's that? right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he gets a, it's a punch a to the punch stomach to, to show how tough he yeah, is. Yeah, that, that is in the novel. Mm. He does get punched with with the knuckle dusters on. So, but uh, Red Grant is it an Englishman who's betrayed his country to work for Schmirsch, Schmirsch. which is a, a portmanteau of two Russian words that I will now attempt. Here, Here we, we go. go. All right, Schmidt, <laughs> them. Sorry, Which what? means, uh, <laughs> not get me to repeat that. <laughs> anyway, it is a portmanteau and it means death to spies and was the Soviet counterintelligence agency that features often as the bad guys in the early Bond novels. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. This is pre like Spectre or whatever. Yes. And in yeah. the movie, they're replaced as Spectre. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because Smirsch is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It's a ridiculous <laughs> name. <laughs> I hate to besmirch them, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yes. god! Yes, I had that one in the chamber. Was ready to go. You went on a Smurf rant, and I'm like, oh wait, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wait till uh, wait till the applause dies down, and, uh, and then oh. do this one. Yeah, no, oh, this is podcasting. <laughs> uh, Grant was quote the result of a midnight union between a German professional weightlifter and a Southern Irish waitress. Okay, uh, he never knew his father, and his mother died soon after his birth in Belfast. He grew up with an aunt and never fit in with other kids, being violent from a young age. Also, a very strong boy. Cool. Mm. That's cool. Probably from the waitressing. That's right. The, exactly. the lifting of the plates You're on your feet such. all day long. Yeah, yeah. It's I tough. bet he can do that thing where he holds a bunch of beer glasses all together and, and <laughs> like in his hands, like most six of them at a time. God, I hate doing that. I'll take two trips. <laughs> take two trips from the bar. I'll, I'll take what. three. Yeah. <laughs> Got two hands. That's, That's it. it. That's it. No, I don't want to try. I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then he grew into his teens. Uh, when the full, sorry, when the moon was full, he started feeling a bloodlust that he satisfied by killing animals, and then eventually a homeless man. Whoa! Okay, he's a lunatic. And this right. is during like the full moon, so he's some sort of werewolf man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he started cycling to other villages and killing more people. <laughs> To get away with it. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Just seeing like a little boy on a bike. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to murder someone. Sometimes, because I've read some Bond books, I feel like Fleming sort of got sick of talking about Bond generally and he wanted to do other things. Yeah, yeah. I think with this one, he thought about this being the last one and he can understand yeah. the first half he doesn't even mention James Bond. Yeah, exactly. Bond. Yeah, yeah. And there's uh, we've talked about Quantum of Solace, which in you know in the, in the, the movie is just this huge action set piece. But in the... In the book, it's just somebody telling a sad story about a husband and wife to Bond. Mm. And at the end, he's like, well, that's pretty sad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not in this, (laughs) except at the start and the end. So I don't know. I don't know. I think he wanted to tell other stories. Yeah, but he's like, this is my moneymaker. I'm not going to buy anything else. All right. James Bond will read a comic book. And this is what he read. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then Red became a boxer. And uh, won the North of Ireland Light Heavyweight Championship in 1945 on his 18th birthday. Sick. Not bad, pretty good. Not bad. Mm. He then got called up for national service and enlisted in the army and worked as a driver, controlling his bloodlust by drinking lots of whiskey. So uh. when he when he was like, I've got to kill, he's like, all right, I'll just uh, go into the forest and drink a lot of whiskey. <laughs> Despite the fact that he has just joined the army. Mm. And he's somebody's driver. Yeah, he's, like, God, he's driving around all the people with their guns going, can't I do that? Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm such a good driver. I wish I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm so reliable. <laughs> Except when I'm really drunk on whiskey on full moon. 
Uh, when posted in Berlin, he was disgraced by cheating and being too violent in a boxing match as it happened to fall on the full moon. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Nearly killed his opponent. They yeah, drag right. him off. And being fascinated by stories of Soviet brutality, he decided to defect, <gasps> riding his motorcycle across enemy lines laden with documents and secrets to win over their trust. God, wow, what a piece of work. That's right. There's all these nudie mags I found in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> you, can have them, you can have them all. And they're like, well, prove your loyalty. He's like, well, my name is Red. <laughs> it's good to go. They're like, yeah, come aboard. <laughs> well, he actually asked to join Smirsh because he likes to kill. That's what he said. Okay. He, asked, <laughs> he, he even said, he asked to meet the murder squad. He says, quote, let me talk to them. I'll kill somebody for them, anybody they like. Sorry, the murder squad. Yeah, that's what he asked to speak to. Okay. Uh, and then he goes, now. <laughs> now. <laughs> Look, son, we don't have a murder squad, but I like that thinking. I think that's some uh, real, you're real go get it. Let's form a murder squad and you can be in the murder squad. Well, they took him up on the offer to prove himself and he was asked to kill a spy in Berlin. Like, kill someone and come back. That's a whole deal. Do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He achieved the goal and the Soviets were about to execute him because after psychological evaluation, they discovered that he was, in fact, a stone cold psychopath. Oh, really? That and guy who like <laughs> jumped to the border with pornos, <laughs> begging to kill people. He's <laughs> a psychopath, is he? God, this guy has something quite a little bit off about him. I just can't quite put my yeah. finger on it. The guy who wants to lead our murder squad, yeah. we don't have. Okay. <laughs> and he said, "Get me to kill someone else, or I'll kill you right now." <laughs> I don't know about this guy. Seeing his value, they decided to not kill him, and he was transferred at the last minute to the operations and ex- executions department of Smirsh. Yeah. Couldn't have one of those these days. It's PC culture, I'll tell you what. Definitely not, definitely not. Can you imagine the Australian government having a bloody executions department? Typical. Yeah. Or not typical. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) When will they stop policing us? (laughs) Just want to murder now. (laughs) So he joined, but he had to study Russian and he was indoctrinated for two years. And on every full moon, he was transported to the nearest jail and allowed as many executions as there were candidates available, using anything he liked, including a rope, an axe, or a submachine gun. Yeah. Wow. All right. So they just said, go nuts. Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. <laughs> yeah. That scene in Pulp Fiction with Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah. Which weapon am I used to know? <laughs> and he, apparently he wore a black hood whilst doing it, so pretty badass. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Cool. Do you have eye holes in it? No. <laughs> so this is him with a rope just swinging it. <laughs> I hope I kill someone. <laughs> I'm going to be swinging this rope, and if anybody happens to get in the way. <laughs> Bond, a little to the left. <laughs> uh, having executioners who don't crack and get affected by their work was a real problem for Smirch. But now they'd found a man who actually enjoyed the killing. Sure. <laughs> All their other employees at Death's Despise <laughs> Incorporated were... They've, they don't want to kill any yeah. spies, and quite frankly, we're sick of it. Why did you apply for this job? Yeah. <laughs> but so he's become Red has become their top executioner in the whole Soviet Union. He's kept in a beautiful poolside villa in Crimea. That's where we've met him at the start. Ah, that's where and he's he nude, gets yeah. a massage once a week, nude. But he doesn't doesn't even talk to the masseuse. Mm. That's rude. I mean, it can be awkward, but um, still <laughs> yeah. a bit rude. You gotta he's say, rude and nude. Say yeah. thank you. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Or at least give them some direction if if they say. Is that okay? If you don't say anything, what are they going to do? Just yeah. stop? Yeah. Is that okay? Not as good as doing a murder. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, what about what about to the left? Yeah, yeah. Not as good as doing a murder. <laughs> yeah, we get it, mate. <laughs> also, I think maybe they've um, probably, probably 
given him too much there. Like, does it like if, too if, many personality quirks? No, I mean like they've given him too many perks there. No, yeah. Like, I, I think he'd probably do the murders even if they didn't give him a, a villa, yeah. a poolside villa, and, could, and a yeah. personal masseuse or whatever. Could keep him in a storm drain, I reckon. <laughs> Give him fish heads to eat. Just once a month, open it. He's like, "Do I get to do the murders now?" <laughs> yeah, come on, Red. <laughs> it, he also has no possessions apart from I think he's got like a, a gold cigarette case. And no cigarettes. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like some cufflinks or something. It was like, oh, I guess this cigarette case is filled with muesli bars. <laughs> I just imagine like a like a like a tan nude man with a gold cigarette case just going about his business, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> Uh, so th- we then cut to a group of Soviet officials meeting up. Uh, these include people from Smirsh and other intelligence groups. Mm. And from the start of the novel, we can rest assured that the description of the room that they are meeting in is faithfully described. That's exactly right. <laughs> it sounds about right. Yep. Why did? Why do we need to know that we could trust that? You think if even if you think everything else in this novel is absolute tripe, <laughs> yeah. you better believe this situation room yeah. is. Oh yeah, the book. Very the bookshelves were definitely in that corner. Like, <laughs> Ian. <laughs> Now, the group meet to discuss how they can redeem themselves in the eyes of the Soviet government. Mm. Lately, they've been responsible for a, a series of high-profile failures and they want to make, make good. Now, is this because of James Bond or is this just generally? Generally and also a bit of Bond. So I think yeah, right. they actually re- refer to a couple of uh, real-life inc- incidences. I think it's the Cambridge Five was a, a group of uh, English... Uh, people who were found to be traitors to the Soviet oh, Union. There's a movie yeah. about that. That were yeah. arrested. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. they mentioned that and they say, and in instance like that don't look good. Yeah. And then they also mention people like James Bond. And also, James Bond did like a jet ski jump up, you know, <laughs> yeah. off a shark and, yeah. <laughs> and I, that, had sex with all our wives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be the first to jump that shark. <laughs> so, this is a time for historical context. And there's a bit of reference to that. And also, there's a lot of references from Ian Fleming being like, you know what the Soviets are like. Yeah. <laughs> they've, got no, they've got no personality. I wondered how long it would yeah. get until mm. the stereotype you know, started. They're a bit austere. You know, they don't like fun. You know what they're like. <laughs> and you're like, really? Okay. Not, not like us Brits. We <laughs> love to have a bit of fun. We, we, love, love, we love to smoke a cigarette and, and, and eat a, a spotted dick. Yeah, sh- <laughs> shoot a fox, whatever. whatever yeah, we'll we shoot a fox, yeah. <laughs> but the fun stuff, you know? Yeah, the, the fun, fun stuff. stuff. Shooting a fox in the face. Mm. <laughs> so, but, but this is a time for, for where, where people often uh, disappear at this level of if you're in the, the secret service. Right. Oh, yeah, like the, the chair service. falls back into a pit of fire or whatever. Yeah, you're yeah. gone. You're thrown into a pit of piranhas mm. that probably wouldn't kill a human, but anyway. I guess they wouldn't. Yeah. If you close the lid, it'd be all right. I wonder, because I have little to no memory of this, did, did the I wonder if the Ian Fleming Bond books got to that level of wackiness. They probably okay. didn't, yeah. like of the level of wackiness of like the the movies where there's always a, a secret trapdoor into yep. a pit of piranhas or whatever. Mm. Mm. Probably not. Let's find out. Well, in the one I've read, not. No. <laughs> okay, right, right, right. That's good to know. Great. Just good. mostly trains yeah. and <laughs> cigarette cases. <laughs> Can you imagine such a thing? One thing I do remember about the Bond books is that he was all – they were always – he was all, Bond was always going to places and having luxurious dinners. Oh, my goodness. So – Yeah. But they're not like they're not like luxurious as we would think of them these days. It's always like a pheasant, yeah, or like a pheasant and a, and a steak and a bread and butter pudding, and yeah, 
People are like, oh my goodness. This is also like just post wartime. Yeah, like people yeah. had never had spring rolls. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So but they never had a good tie. Yeah. They never had a good tie takeaway. My yeah. mum always talks about she's like, we used to get a chicken once a year. You couldn't get a chicken to save yourself or whatever. <laughs> you know? Now you can just you find a chicken anywhere, really. Just get just get it at a go to go to Coles. That's right, they'll have a chicken. Get it in a bag. Yeah. But get I get the bachelor's <laughs> handbag. <laughs> I think that was like the appeal of these like early movies and books where you'd see foods and like locations that you wouldn't see because we talk about this all the time, but they'll like linger in an airport because it's like, look at this airport because you'd never go to an airport in yeah, yeah, yeah. Ecuador or oh, whatever. I'd go to an airport in Ecuador and there's a phone, the fo- there's a phone call for you. So you walk down the hall and you yeah. go pick up the f- oh, personal phone call for Mr. Bond. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. And now oh. it's just boring. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of description of food. Mm. A, lot, a guy has even written a cookbook based okay. on all... The foods listed in the book, yeah, right. and he called it "License to Cook." Nice, <laughs> great. Awful. Not license to, to grill. grill. License I mean, to grill, grill obviously. Come on, mate. <laughs> come on. Yeah. I reckon. My, I, I, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if he called it "License to Grill," and then somebody in in publishing was like, "Well, these aren't all grilled, are they? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe change it to license to cook." Yeah. What about the mm. What about the soup section? We get a lot of returns <laughs> if you don't call it "License to Cook." So. <laughs> In fact, let's take out that license bit because you don't need a license to cook. That's very it's true, actually. A cookbook. Let's just call, call it cook. Cook. Yeah. Cook a because food. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. You do. You cook a food. Honestly, they can't get us on any technicality. That's, that's right. right. We've been getting a lot of refunds and it's crippling our publishing <laughs> business. Uh, license to cook. <laughs> license to cook. I mean, you, I guess you could have the two O's. It could be a 007 or mm. something, but I hate that. License to chook. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> You can only cook it once a year. (laughs) (laughs) So for historical context, it does go into a bit of Nikita Khrushchev was coming to power at this time Mm -hmm. after Stalin's death, which led... I like how, James, we both nodded like we knew that was. (laughs) (laughs) We're just like, "Mm, mm, continue on, Dave. Don't ask us anything about that. (laughs) (laughs) So so, so Joseph Stalin had recently died just before this, uh, which Mm, led to mm, some mm, of the... You know, you've heard of that man? Yeah, Yeah, sure. He's in The Simpsons. He comes back to life. (laughs) So I know (laughs) Which Command and Conquer Red Alert, probably. I haven't played that one. Tim okay. Curry, that one? Yeah, maybe. I haven't played it. Sorry, okay. go on. And uh, <laughs> his death led to some of the old guard, like this terrible, terrible man called Beria, the terrifying secret police chief, being executed. So basically, you can understand why these people are a bit worried that mm. they've stuffed up a few things lately publicly. Yeah, because they're, they're next. Like, yeah, all right. We might be next on the shopping block. We've got to make ourselves look good. So totally. let's come up with a plan. And the plan to get them back on the map is to pull off an attention-grabbing assassination that will discredit a foreign intelligence agency. Nice. Well, like what a lot of layers. Yeah, so they've been embarrassed yeah. lately. Let's put the embarrassment on someone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So the queen falling her bum. Let's do a big dacking. <laughs> Let's dack Prince Philip. Yeah. <laughs> a mass dacking. <laughs> oh, everyone in parliament. Yeah. <laughs> For those uh, people who don't know, dacking is when you pull someone's pants down. It's a pantsing, yes. Yeah, it's a pantsing. <laughs> Probably called something different in the UK. Yeah. yeah. You, you might, you're aware of the concept, folks. <laughs> Are they? Maybe they've never heard of dacking. Yeah. We've come up against this. I'm not sure which countries know what dacking is, but it's good to cover your ground, you know what mm, I mean? That's right. And uh, yeah. when someone's pants fall down, it sounds like this. <laughs> Thank you for letting me uh, use your studio and your oh. comedy buttons. Oh, but in the UK, in the UK we mean trousers. Oh, yeah, you don't pull somebody's true. underpants down. That's yeah. too far. You do, you give, it's a trousering. It's a trousering, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so they select an agent that's been giving them a bit of trouble lately. Mm, okay. A British MI6 agent 
named Bond. James Bond. <laughs> Very good. Bit at the end. I know him from movies. Yeah. And he's been busy lately, having recently defeated Smirsh agents like Le Chief in Casino Royale. <sighs> Very good. Yeah, we know that guy. Hugo Drax in Moonraker. Oh, Drax. Mm, yeah. And Mr. Big in Sex in the City, but also <laughs> Live and Let Die, <laughs> which I believe they base the Baron Samadhi character on. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. So he's been declared an enemy of, of the state for embarrassing all these Smirsh agents who <laughs> later on they make Spectre agents or whatever, but yeah, in yeah. this. And a death warrant has been issued for this James Bond. Oh, my God. So they see him as the perfect target. He's embarrassed us. Now, now let's embarrass him. Let's embarrass this guy. Let's let's the perfect target, a man who we've thus far has been impossible to kill <laughs> yeah, and, has, right. and has just turned around and just laid waste to all our best guys. <laughs> let's get him. <laughs> the guy that took out Mr. Big, yeah. for God's sake. Mm. Same try to take out Burger, <laughs> also from Sex and the City. Easily done, mate. Mm-hmm. So Kronstein, who's uh, Smirsh's chess playing master and also their master planner, is summoned during a chess tournament. And oh. this, we see this in the movie as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been the chess champion at Moscow for two years and when summoned, he is playing the final round of what could be his third wind and he gets an, a note that just says, come immediately. But he ignores the order to come straight away, delaying three minutes to win the game. What a bad boy. That's crazy. And he starts thinking about, oh, what could happen? I could get in real trouble for this. Mm. And his, his excuse is, it would have looked weird if I'd quit whilst winning three minutes before before the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I would have flipped the board. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I would have been losing. So. Checkmate. <laughs> He's not responding. Let's, get, let's, go, let's call our second best planner. No, I can't come in either. I haven't fully assembled the mousetrap yet. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we had the mousetrap at my grandparents' house and I don't remember a time where we ever... It's a nice no, no one's ever played the game. I don't think you've got it. And then when Claire bought it for, you know... Our, our children. I'm like, I don't know. No, it's so it's many terrible. moving parts. It's like 40 minutes to set up, and it does not pay off. And what in was any the? I just way. remember there's a marble at the top with a boot that goes yeah. to a bathtub. But what? What's the? It kicks a thing and whatever. Yeah, there's yeah. a diver. He flips into a bath or something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it should just be one thing where it's like, guess who? Where you flip it upside down and it all sets up. It's like 18 oh, yeah, different okay. parts. It sucks. <laughs> there we go. That's wow. You heard it here first. <laughs> Good concept, bad execution. Mm. So we got Kronstein together with Colonel Rosa Kleb, who's also in From Russia with Love, yeah. the movie, who's the head of operations and executions. Together, a plan to murder James Bond is developed. But it's not just a murder they want, remember? They want to cause an intelligence international scandal that will embarrass James Bond and the Brits. Mm, yeah. And uh, the, the full plan is revealed later on, but that's the overarching want. That. A beautiful young cipher clerk based in Istanbul, Corporal Tatiana Romanova, will pretend to defect to the British. Very good. She will claim to have fallen in love with Bond, having come across his photograph in a secret file. <laughs> she just the, the plan is to tell him she just loves the photo so much she's willing to defect. And he just he probably like he's the kind of guy who's like yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Checks out. I gave him that photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tinder of its day. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mean that photo of me holding a big fish? <laughs> <laughs> big poisoned fish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the, yeah, it's the Hilda Rand rarity. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. 
probably read about it in Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's probably that. Fo- it's probably a photo of him jumping over all those crocodiles in Live and Let Die, <laughs> which are real crocodiles. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness! Incredible. Terrifying stuff. Poor crocodile. The fact that they have to keep lining them up shot after shot yeah, so for, so. for like attempt seven or something. God. So to get the British intelligence team's attention, she will offer them a spectre decoder. Mm. Ah, so this is unrelated to spectre, the organisation. Yeah, so later they on they call it spectre. The lector in, so the, yeah, movie, in the, the movie. In the movie it's the lector. Yeah, they have to because otherwise. Oh, really? Okay. Spectre with a spectre decoder. That's like, what is that? That's embarrassing, mm. yeah. But in this... The Spectre decoder is an irresistible piece of equipment the British will go for even if they doubt Tatiana's yeah, motives. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's just such a such a big carrot. They've got to go for it. Bond, go out there, get a root, <laughs> and if you wouldn't mind, also get the decoder. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to need you to have sex with this decoder. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way. Uh, once Bond has met with Tatiana, Smirsh mm-hmm. will assassinate him disseminating false evidence that he was collaborating with the Russians and also there's another bit of the puzzle which gets revealed later. Which you could do, you could just do that back in the day. You just knock up a folder. Yeah. Just a... Just a manila envelope or whatever. Yeah. Just with like, yeah, yeah, I've done it. Bond. Mm. Signed Bond. People <laughs> <laughs> are like, well, this evidence is incontrovertible. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that string that you wind up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> this is legit. Oh, the offer of defection is received by MI6 in London. Said to be from Romanova herself, who was willing to betray her country and come over, but on the strict condition that James Bond collects her and the Spectre from Istanbul himself. Yeah, nice. So uh, let's meet Tatiana Romanova. Bring her in. Oh, wait, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Here she is now. Notice that we still haven't met James Bond. No, there's been a lot of chatter. No but, Bond, um, yeah, a lot of people talking about him, but we haven't met him yet. Yeah, it's mm. interesting. Like, it's it's good in the sense, like, if you if you... Had never, like, heard, read any previous Bond books. You'd be like, "Who's this guy? This guy's a legend. Yeah. This guy's incredible." But he doesn't have an alcohol problem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> smokes forty-five cigarettes a day. I bet he doesn't. So Tatiana works for the Ministry of State Security in Istanbul and is frequently described as beautiful and looking like a young Greta Garbo, the actress. Okay, I'm going to Google that real quick. But Famous garbage woman. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hence the term in Australia for people who collect the garbage, the garbos. <laughs> That's right. Thank you for that. Yeah, local references, they don't always land, do they? No. <laughs> so, it's, But it's frequently mentioned that she looks like a young Greta Garbo. That's okay. so funny. They're just like... <laughs> she's real hot, like Greta yeah, Garbo. Like Greta, like she looks so much like Greta Garbo. You look like a real Greta Garbo. Yeah. And they keep saying like a young Greta Garbo because she... Okay, right. Okay, well, now I'm going to have to go to Google and type in Greta Garbo young. Because she did live to be 85. <laughs> yeah, she's a woman. I get it. Have this, seen this? Got kind of this photo. She's got kind of like that, like that kind of poodle mullet hair yeah, that yeah. everybody has nowadays. Yeah, you know that. That's a good look. Bringing it in. I think she's the, the a very famous actress that retired very young and then became a recluse. Yeah, right. I wonder if they tried to get her for the movie. If she was still alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, she definitely was still alive. She retired in like in the nineteen forties, and then um, lived to nineteen ninety. So just oh, okay, really, yeah. really uh, disappeared. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, Tatiana's chosen one because she's beautiful, mm-hmm. but also for her obedience to the state. She's yeah, seen right. as someone that they can, oh, we'll send her and she'll do what we say. This one's all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll trust her. Yeah, she's not going to get seduced or nothing, I reckon. Uh, she is absolutely shocked and nervous one day when she is called in to see Rosa Klebb, a feared senior member of Schmirsch. 
Tatiana knows her fearsome reputation for overseeing the torture and interrogation of enemy agents. So this woman's killed a lot of people. And she's like, I'm just, I'm just a, you know, a decoder. Like what? I don't know. I don't know anything. Why am I being like led to talk to this executioner from Smirsh? She's a bit worried about (laughs) it. Because you look like a young garbage woman or whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tatiana doesn't know the full plan and just thinks she's got to go to James Bond She's got to go with James Bond to London. And she's a bit like, oh, geez, this is actually easy. What was I worried about? Mm. She, she easily convinced. She's manipulated into believing that she's on an important mission for a country when she is, in fact, merely a pawn in a conspiracy that will probably almost certainly result in her death as well. Yeah, right. Rude. Mm. But she doesn't get told any of that. Basically, like, meet up with this hot guy, convince him to go to London with you, and once you're there, we'll come get you. Easy. Yeah. Now, Easy. Does, she, Easy. does she think he's attractive? Because mm. the, the theoretical version of her is like, oh, this guy's the best. Yeah, she's shown a photo and she does think, nice. oh, he's hot. This guy's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Described as having a scar, on he, a big scar he on does. his cheek. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I don't remember them ever putting on any of the actors. No. The closest version physically is probably Dalton, would you say? It's probably the, like... Yeah, Dalton, yeah. Because he's kind of leaner... Yeah, even, um, in the book, where he's described as yeah, and he's, yeah, he's not supposed to be like a devastatingly handsome. No. He's sort of like just like Dalton, just a <laughs> just a real ugly. That's right. <laughs> yep, yep. One of the ugliest <laughs> men ever committed to film. That guy. <laughs> or Lazenby. It looks a lot like Lazenby. I think he's yeah. also very handsome though. Mm. So, you know, there's only so unhandsome you can go in Hollywood yeah. or Pinewood, if you will. <laughs> there is a draw, like a famous drawing I can show you guys if you want to keep going, I'll, I'll bring it up. He's got that kind of like that, that lock of hair yeah. down on his forehead, yeah. So it's spiralling down. <laughs> That's right, yeah. It's more of a straight, uh, like, well, like a... Like a lock of hair. Yeah. yeah, right. Get a comb, mate. Yeah, right. There we go. That's that's what we're... Doing. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a widow's peak going mm. on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm a big fan. I like it. He looks. He looks kind of like, um, like a cross between like a, a Sean Connery type with Lurch from the Adams Family. Yeah, I was oh, going to yeah, say. I was going to say maybe like a sort of a vampire kind yeah, of. Yeah, guy. he does yeah. look a bit like. Look. Like if he had something to do with the full moon, you'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, that makes I sense. Yeah. If you slicked back Dalton's hair, mm. that's pretty close. I would yep. say. Anyway, sorry, this is a, not a visual medium. <laughs> I will try and post some of these photos to the Bookcheat Instagram account. Travis. I'll give him a like, Mason. You'll give him a like. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks. I will be uh, tagging you every day until you like it. It's <laughs> terrific. Uh, Rosa Klebb, who's the executioner, then tries to creepily come on to young Tatiana, mm. who runs out of her office screaming. Yeah. Uh, still, she's in for the mission. <laughs> okay, sure. great. Yeah. Faces. There's no questions asked after Sends that. Sends an email later. Sorry about screaming Sorry in the interview. Sorry about that. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah, st- still in, no worries if not. <laughs> also, I've invented email. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you reply? <laughs> Finally, it's time to meet our main man, James Bond. <laughs> Amazingly, that's not a button sound effect. That's just Nick Mason's voice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no one I can't help it, it's that. a tick. Yeah. It's in every episode of our podcast. James edits it out. <laughs> Now, Bond is actually in a bit of a funk when we meet him. And some people have said that that's also because Ian Fleming was in a funk with James Bond at the oh, time. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, okay. See, so, uh, his long-term girlfriend, Tiffany Chase, has split up with him and he's between missions and he feels super bored and he tries to find solace wherever he can. He tries to exercise to, to distract himself. 
You know, okay. he runs 100 yards. Yeah. <laughs> I run 100 yards a day and I can't get her out of my mind. <laughs> What's her name again? Tiffany. Tiffany Chase. That doesn't sound like a Bond girlfriend. Certainly doesn't. Certainly not a British girlfriend. It sounds made up, I reckon. Imogen Buckingham. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, a totally. British girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, Tiffany Chase. I think she's left him and gone up to New York or something. And he's ah, that's probably why Bond goes to New York that's later. Right, that's right. Oh, yeah, trying yeah. to chase her down. Mm, Tiffany chase her down. <laughs> He's also bored because he's been appointed to a committee of inquiry. Yeah, Uh-oh. That's he's like, speed, this is, mate. oh, why is M put me on this? I need, I want to kill things. Yeah. yeah. It's a full moon. Can I don't do have this? a license to be on an inquiry board. Can't we do this remotely via shoe phone or whatever? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Far out. Side note, early on when we're meeting Bond, it says, what do you think about this? Quote, he abruptly flung the single sheet off his naked body. My question is, does that mean James Bond sleeps in a single bed? Oh, no. <laughs> or does that mean he just had one sheet? That's a great question. Because why would question. you need to say how many people are having more than one sheet over maybe their body? I don't know. Maybe it's the, yeah. maybe the era. Maybe you need everybody. Sometimes I'm like, I have the wrong configuration of, of, bed, of bedding. <laughs> I like a different, I don't know. Um, what, do you, what do you mean? Like a spinning bed? Yeah, like a spinning bed <laughs> shaped like a love heart. That's what I want. Full of but water. like sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, but the, okay, but the, you know, there's a top sheet and the other thing and there's a, a doona. Maybe I need, sometimes I need a second doona, but then I'm... What you need, yes. uh, this is a common problem that happens in my household. You need a summer doona, you need a winter doona. Mm. There's different levels of thickness. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, I, yeah. I believe we have one of those too. Yeah, there we but go. But there's, um, there's a Bob Marley song. He says, we'll stay together in my single bed. And every time I'm like, do you mean our one bed together? <laughs> or is it you and me and it's t- in a single Ooh, bed? Because yeah. that's uncomfortable. You definitely have follow-up questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sorry. Um, is there like a, like a trundle I could pull out <laughs> and sleep like, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunks? They're hmm? bunks? Is there something? <laughs> but yeah, I was, just, I was reading that going, if James Bond sleeps in a single bed, that's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's very funny. He, sh- he, he sleeps in a bed shaped like an Aston Martin. Yeah. <laughs> I sleep in a racing car, do you? <laughs> uh, soon James Bond board, James Bond's boredom, however, is broken when his boss, M, calls him into his office to ask if he's single. Whoa. Oh, and ready to mingle. Yeah, and yeah. Bond's like, uh, actually, yes, Tiffany Chase and I just broke up. Thanks for bringing that up, M. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, M. M says this is a good thing because there's a mission to meet this Soviet woman who's is form- M short for mm, cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Mind your own business. Mind your own business, M. <laughs> but M's, you know, he's stoked to hear it. He's like, yeah. oh, thank I'm goodness. stoked, Bond. <laughs> oh, thank goodness he's a single. And Bond's like, oh, okay, you coming on to me, M? It's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's way less weird than I'm that. not Rosa Klebb. Nothing strange is going on here. Only a woman has fallen in love with your photo and wants you to go over and meet her. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should, yeah, you should open with that. Mm. <laughs> and he says, we need you to go over and do whatever it takes to live up to the photo. Win over this, <laughs> this young woman and bring her back. Because she's got this spectre machine. And Bond says, what if I don't come up to her expectations? And M replies, that's... modesty. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, go on, sorry. That's where the work comes in. It's up to you to see that you do come up to her expectations. You can imagine that being quite a sexy line. (laughs) Very sexy. Mm -hmm. So Bond is like, all right. I must say... I have been exercising. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) A difference between the the book and the film is that in the book, both both M and Bond are like, oh yeah, this seems plausible. Okay, this woman's yeah. in the movie. I think they're more a bit like, 
oh, this seems a bit weird. Yeah. But right. we could get this Spectre or Elector machine, so go over. But in the book, they're, like, they're more like, oh, yeah, Legit. cool. This girl probably <laughs> is in love with your photo. He's <laughs> probably, you know, she probably finds our British charm irresistible. Yeah. Yeah. So why wouldn't she? So Bond flies over to Istanbul, taking with him a suitcase given to him by Q Branch. Oh, what's in the oh, suitcase? Yeah. It's probably a regular suitcase. <laughs> well, we don't actually meet Q or the quartermaster or anyone in this. But he's just given this and it's described. It includes... 50 rounds of hidden ammunition. <laughs> you don't need to. Think I'm out of bullets, but yeah. bam, reloaded. Yeah. <laughs> reloaded, fire suitcase. Yeah, you don't need right. to hide anything in a suitcase in the 50s. That's true. You could just like, you put a stick of dynamite, you could tape it to the outside and get on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> and it just says dynamite and permanent marker on yeah. there. What's that? Oh, great. Well, obviously you've declared yeah. that, so. Yeah. It's dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I late. Need, I need this gun because I'm a spy. <laughs> Let me on the plane. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, it literally says that Bond is, he's like, oh, there's Q people. They're always coming up with these wacky inventions, but I'm glad that they've come up with this because otherwise I'd have to hide all of this just on my person somewhere. Right. <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's so much easier back then just yeah. to walk on with anything. Yeah. So it's got 50 rounds of hidden ammunition, two hidden throwing knives nice. that sort of pop out. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Guys, if I had two throwing knives, you'd be like, you bloody boys be in trouble. I think, I, I, think I just died. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Where'd you get me right between the eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're left-handed, aren't you? Yep. So you'd miss me, but you'd hit him. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, crossover. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Cross and Dave's closer, so I hit him as well. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you're both dead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, throwing a throwing knife and missing completely and having to apologise. Mm. That's <laughs> awkward. Oh, sorry. Hang on, I'm going to get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you pass that back? <laughs> Double or nothing. Pass, not throw. <laughs> yeah. Handle first. Thank yeah, you. That's right, safety. Uh, there's also a cyanide pill in the handle that he didn't ask for and immediately flushes down the toilet. Nice. Classic wow. Bond. Yeah. Classic Bond. That's good. Yeah. Uh, the top of his shaving cream unscrews to become a silencer for his gun. Oh, very good. Pretty cool. Shaving cream goes everywhere, though. Yeah. Pressurized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah. So if you're going to be silently assassinated, yeah, just right. just listen out for a man going, oh, my shaving cream's gone everywhere. Yeah. Try not to draw attention to yourself and then just pouring shaving cream everywhere. <laughs> and in case cash was needed, the lid of the attaché case contained 50 gold sovereigns. Wow. Dollar in this bills, instance, I'm sharing you both with gold sovereigns. Oh, thank you so much. It's good. <laughs> We're already good. dead, though. Oh, that's a good point, actually, yeah. So that's how you rub it in. Now, what's that's in the movie as well? It is what? in the movie. What, what, what are they? What I find interesting is can you just is, pay regular? Can are you they, buy uni- in are shops? they universal? Like you yeah, can take I them believe to any... it's so he can just yeah b- buy things in like if he's like in a pickle. But would you have to go to a money exchange, yeah. give them the gold, and then okay. they give you the local currency, or yeah. or maybe that everywhere just likes gold so much? Yeah, I guess go, that's probably right. true. Yeah, you'd buy your freedom or something. But yeah. what I find interesting is that that's in the book, doesn't come up again in the book. But in the movie, yeah. that the gold sovereigns are a plot device. You got to like in the movie where any gadget you give him, you generally got to see use it. it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, is a coin a gadget? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to the point that they even call them gold sovereigns, I think to remember in the movie. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, they obviously. Oh, we'll use that. Yeah, we yeah. Gotta yeah. Use that. I don't remember the shaving cream going everywhere though in the movie. No, I think it's a tear gas canister. That's right. Yeah, and then it, and it goes off or something. If you put in the wrong combination on the, on the briefcase, oh, it explodes. Yes. Okay. That awkward thing, like uh, in Goldeneye, watching uh, Boris click the pen. Mm. Yeah, going, oh, it's going to explode. Oh, no, oh it's going to explode. Oh, oh no, my God. Stop losing out. 
I'm a double O agents have expired in the field because <laughs> they forgot how many times they yeah. clicked it. Oh, God. There's many? no indicator on and it. So There's a YouTube video where people count every single click. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Actually, there was 17. Should have been 18. We clicks. tried to do it because we've covered. <laughs> no, because no, we covered the, the Brosnan films. Here I am being like, yeah. oh my god, Some can you believe nerds internet. do yeah. this? Yeah. Well, I'm was, so sorry. We did the Brosnan films. That's fine. There, we are nerds. Uh, and then we did the uh, the Dol- not Dol- what am I? Craig films for Caravan of Garbage. And I looked it up to find out the pen click. It can't be counted, like properly. There's no definitive answer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe there is now. Maybe yeah. we've come that far. That's right. Mm. Because the pen technology has evolved. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Bond goes over to Istanbul and he meets up with Darko Kerem, also known as Kerem Bay. Okay. Which I looked up at Bay is like a title, like Mister. Oh. So Kerem Bay or Darko, he's the leader of the British substation in Istanbul, the local contact. I gotcha. Despite some pretty, uh, pretty terrible stories of his behaviour, though. Won't really go into. Uh, Bond instantly likes this man. They hang out a lot. Probably because of his terrible behaviour. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> he's a pretty bad dude. Uh, they hang out a lot waiting for Tatiana to make contact. Okay, nice. Kerem, who has an infinite number of sons who work for him. Infinite? Infinite. There's too many. Wow. <laughs> too many sons. Uh, Bond's like, oh, I tip my hat to you. Good <laughs> yeah. sir. Oh, well done. Oh. <laughs> he decides to entertain Bond whilst he's in Istanbul. Boys just hanging out. Yeah, boys being boys in Istanbul. What does that mean, though? Kebab shop. Oh, okay. The kebab shop. He's like, have fun, hang out with me. I'll take you out to dinner and stuff. And this is good and bad. Good in that he takes Bond down a rat-infested secret old passage. That is good. Under good. (laughs) Well, it's under the city that that Kerem reveals is directly under the Soviet headquarters in Istanbul. Uh Uh-oh. By faking that the building needed to have structural works... Kerem was able to install a secret camera-like device. Oh. So not a camera. Yeah, well, it's like... <laughs> Bond, all you have to do, you have to look up that pipe and you can see all the way up into the men's lavatory. You can see up into the, the toilet there. Oh, men's lavatory? <laughs> well, it's attached to a submarine periscope. Oh, my God. There we go. That somehow they don't notice. Imagine That's right. like, like a big cartoon eye like poking <laughs> through it. It's in the middle of a boardroom table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somehow they don't notice it. And it, it's also like it's like a it's electric, it's powered, like motor powered. It's like yeah, it'd be so loud. Yeah. Bond, all you have to do is fire up this generator, this yeah. petrol generator. <laughs> Somehow they don't notice. And it's during this scene that Bond first observes Tatiana, because she get, walks into the office, talking to her superiors. Analyzing her every move without sound, he can't work out if she's legit and actually is in love with his photo, or if this is just a super weird plot against him. He's still 50 50. Look, I can see her in a room. She's got my photo. She's kissing it. Yeah. She's walking around kissing the photo, but I can't tell Mm. if she's doing that ironically or not. (laughs) There's no sound. Yeah, Yeah. she could be like, yeah, I love this. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see if she's making the jack off motion. (laughs) Can't tell if she's legit. So, you know, that's a good part about hanging out with Karen and it's a bit of fun because he also goes out for dinner and stuff. The bad part about hanging out with him is that it gets Bond involved with a local conspiracy to kill Karen that has already uh, tried to take him out with a bomb. Oh. And then when Bond is taken out to a dinner with a group of local people that are described by Karen as gypsies, Karen's enemies strike and try to kill him. Ah. However, they've been told by the Russians to spare James Bond. So uh, in the movie, we got to kill this. We got to kill this man, James Bond. But uh, but we we, we want to embarrass him. him. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be embarrassing for him just to be shot here. So don't take him out. That's also suspicious. If you kill the guy 
that's not James Bond, and then just uh, okay, we're done. Yeah, because it gets to a point where Bond's like should be shot, but he doesn't get killed, and he's yeah. like, oh, that was a bit strange. And he shoots a few of their guys, <laughs> and they're just like, oh, thank you, sir. Can I have another? Uh, yeah, like, it's <laughs> super strange. So, and this scene is in the movie. However, in the movie, Red, the executioner from the start of the book, appears and actually saves James Bond. Mm. Uh, th- that doesn't happen in the book. Mm, okay, so get that out of your mind. Yes, he dies. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, yeah, he dies. Crazy. Uh, well, that's wha- why they get on the train together in the movie then, because they trust each other, I guess. Is that right? Oh, we'll get to yeah, we'll get to the train. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> we'll get to the trust. Oh, oh. oh. couple of plot things there. I reckon though, there's look. I don't want to nitpick this this book from decades ago. Yes, but you I feel do. like yeah, no, I absolutely do. I love it. It's my favorite. It gets me out of bed <laughs> in the morning. Uh, but I'll throw my single sheet off. <laughs> um. I feel like they could have just killed him and then put him in an embarrassing position. Like his head up his butt. Head up his own butt, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he suffocated. Under the toilets. <laughs> yeah, totally. They could have done whatever they wanted with his body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, what, what does happen is Kerem and Bond fight off the attackers who kill a bunch of Kerem's friends. <laughs> uh, in exchange for saving his family, the elder of the group that they're visiting thanks Bond and Bond asks him, he's like, I'll do any favour for you. And he says... Can you spare the life of the two girls who previously had been fighting to death over the... They had to watch two women nearly kill each other because they were in love with the same man. They had to watch that, did they? Yeah. (laughs) Kerem says to Bond, look, we've come on a bad night. Um, (laughs) I shouldn't have brought you here. Turns out that uh, we have to watch two women fight each other to the death. Please don't uh, interrupt if you do, they'll kill you and probably me. Yeah, he'd be like, yeah, whatever. And Bond goes, <laughs> can we leave? Sounds great. <laughs> uh, that's also you may not leave, no. <laughs> that's also in the movie. And and the elder says, why did you ask me such a tough favour? He goes, all right, I'll let them live. <laughs> uh, Kerem after this decides that he probably won't get lucky a third time and he decides to strike back against the man who he knows is behind the plot to kill him. Uh, he takes Bond with him and flushes out the enemy in the middle of the night who escapes his flat by using a secret hatch which opens out the back of a giant mural of Marilyn Monroe. Okay. <laughs> uh, and that's also in the movie, but it's a different poster. Uh, Karen uses Bond to steady his sniper, sniper rifle and takes him out. And Bond actually, in the book, is a bit like, oh, I don't really like this guy killing someone in cold blood like this. Yeah. But in the movie, you'd probably be like, ah, whatever. Cares. Yeah. Kill him. He says, who cares? Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's right. So anyway, that's just the, the side note of his his hanging out with Kieran. It's like a little side. It's a little fun side, adventure side. they yeah, have. Yeah, that's right. Fun. A little bit of fun. Comes back in a sequel. I bet he doesn't. <laughs> Maybe he'll come back in another movie. Mm. Expand that universe, you know? Yeah. Mind that existing <gasps> IP. The Kieran universe. Yes. <laughs> the man with infinite sons, yeah. so it turns out. <laughs> All of Bond's bad friends. The series. <laughs> Akerum is sus on Tatiana and says, quote, there's only one way of telling if a woman really loves you, and even that way can only be read by an expert. And Bond... It's her kisses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get in the kissing and expert. I'm the, I'm the expert. Here we go. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Bond replies with the clunkiest line in the book. He says, yes, said Bond dubiously. I know what you mean, full stop. In bed. Full stop. Whoa. <laughs> nice. This guy, no, wait, nice. he'll say anything, this nice. guy. I mean, it's nice, but he'll say anything, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little bit, a little bit, a little bit clunky. 
well, what, but what if I tell you that that night Bond returns to his hotel and Tatiana is naked in his bed? Whoa. I, I can see and he's like, I was all talk. Yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is why he's so easily fooled all the time by like, there's always like an evil woman and a good woman normally in the mm. Bond movies. Not always. He keeps falling for this because he's like, so if she loves me, I reckon. Yeah, and then yeah. if like they have sex, he's like, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, nah, this is this is all right. I reckon he should be like, come on. Here. Are you the evil yeah. woman or the good woman? I, you have to say if you were the <laughs> evil woman. It's the law. So she's nude in the bed except for a ribbon around her neck. So I don't know if you could say technically not fully naked. Mm, but sure. From the neck down, like a present. She is naked. Like so, a ribbon, like a present. Yeah, that kind of thing. I believe. I hate that. <laughs> Imagine she's like, "What do you think?" I hate it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, do I have to get you a present now too? Oh, I don't have anything. Do you want? Do you want some bullets? Got some and a bunch of bullets in my got some bunch of bullets in my briefcase. Got some shaving foam. <laughs> you can't have my gold sovereigns. <laughs> I'm not sure what the exchange rate is. I think I've been getting a bad deal. I don't know what these are worth. Well, you're not going to believe it. Bond and Tatiana hit it off and spend the night together. Sick. Can nice. you believe this? Yeah. Play mousetrap, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Takes all night. <laughs> Hell yeah. And Bond, who, who was slightly suspicious, remember 50-50, starts to believe her. Whoa. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And they uh, they work out a plan. Uh, Bond wants to get the machine and take Tatiana to Britain by plane, but Tatiana insists on the famous... Orient Express. Well, well, well. Which is much slower and takes a long, like a long time and goes through many Eastern Bloc countries. So Bond mm. is like, we could get busted at a lot of these places. Yeah. Maybe Let's by just, the famous Hercule Poirot. Exactly, Poirot might be there. Might be solving another murder yeah. on the Orient Express. Yeah. And Bond's, he'll do a murder on this train. He'll kill Hercule he really Poirot. <laughs> That's true, actually. Yeah. Get away with it. Don't know who to back in that fight, my beloved Poirot yeah, or James Bond? Poirot, Poirot, definitely, yeah, because yeah. he's not a yeah, definitely a Poirot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But she has been told, Tatiana has been told by Smirsh that this is what she has to do. She has to take the Iron Express. Okay, but of course she doesn't tell James that. But she just says, "No, no, 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 I will only come if we go on the Orient, Orient Express. No questions asked." And he's like, "All right, I have some questions, but you did say no questions yeah, no, asked. All right. That's I right. I respect that." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, now, now at this point, so she's still definitely. Like in in the plan, she's she doesn't know Bond's going to be killed. No, she just thinks all I've got to do is hang out with this agent, mm-hmm. go with him to London, and then like you know they'll probably spy on him or something. And yeah, then yeah. you know it's all it's all good. I, I'm basically going on a holiday with like a hot man. <laughs> this is this is great, honestly. The dream, absolute dream. She doesn't know, yeah. Probably on some reality show or something. Yeah, she's constantly looking for the cameras. Am I on Hot Man on a train? <laughs> Am I on that sh- famous show the, from the fifties? The latest hit. <laughs> Somehow it's a radio show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the now they're both on the train, yeah. and the man is really hot. You just have to trust me. We were supposed to film it, but the periscope didn't work. <laughs> so they're on the Orient Express. This choice makes Bond uneasy, but he's like. He likes Tatiana and decides to trust and indulge her plan. You idiot, Bond. You stupid idiot, What a moron. God. I hate him. (laughs) He feels uneasy about it, but feels a bit better after he's able to convince his friend Kerem to also take the train. Kerem. Because he's got a few contacts all around. I honestly thought you were going to say Kevin. (laughs) Like we're introducing a new character. (laughs) Kev. 
Kev, yeah. help us out. I, just, I, I won't go on, but luckily, um, look, my friend Kevin, I'm going to give him a call. He's going to fly over. <laughs> I trust and then, Kevin. Uh, then we're going to all get on the train with Kevin. He loves trains, Kevin. <laughs> so. so they get on the Orient Express. The three, the three amigos. Kevin. Like Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, Bond, Tatiana. They're all there. <laughs> well, the they're on the famous Orient Express. <laughs> <laughs> Carp, settle down, Kevin. <laughs> I looked up to see if the Orient Express still exists and apparently about 10 years ago it closed down. For, for good. But every now and then they wheel out a similar thing. Puffing Billy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and it does cruises from like, you know, Paris to Venice or something. Cruises. You know, train, yeah, right. train trips. On the, on the same tracks. Yes, but it's for, and it is like the amazing like art deco luxury. But it's for one night only and I was like, oh, that could be fun. Turns out it is $10,000 per person for one night. Wow. That. Sucks. So I don't think I'll ever be doing it. Annoyingly, no. <laughs> do they call it the Orient Express, or are they like is that? Is that are they not allowed? To I'm do not that sure. Somehow? Actually, that's interesting because it came out when I googled Orient Express, but maybe it's like the O Express or something like yeah. that. <laughs> the O Express <laughs> or the Orient E. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, that would be too obvious. Orient <laughs> E. Is that ten grand for a, for like a one in forty chance you get murdered as well? Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not bad odds. No, but at least, selling point, actually, yeah. at least yeah. you're being murdered by a rich person. You know? That's true. That's true. Yeah. A golden dagger of some sort. <laughs> yeah. I bet as soon as you get on it, you'd be like, this is not worth it. Hang yeah, on you'd have a lot of buyer's regret. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you hang on. I'm, I'm Wait, having train is, food. Yeah, this is a train. <laughs> I <laughs> could right. have flown first class <laughs> yeah, across <exactly>. the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first class and had a week in a hotel yeah. rather than one night on a train. <laughs> That's I know because it did look luxurious, but no yeah. matter what, the the sleep's not going to be good. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> they're like, okay, um, you, you can get a re, you go, you go in there and they're like, you can get a refund if you if you can get out and <laughs> if you, and then they just hit the accelerator. And just, <laughs> <laughs> you can get out, you can leap out and live. You can, <laughs> you can limp back to our offices and get your money back. <laughs> so far, they haven't paid out a single person. <laughs> So they get on, Kerem, okay, Kevin, immediately recognises that also on board are three Russians they saw in the meeting a few days before on the Periscope. Ah, yes. Bond is worried about this and stays up all night watching over Tatiana and the Spectre machine. Mm. And he gets very, very tired. <laughs> it's, it's a lot more practical than the movies because you hear about him eating, like he's tired and he goes, gosh, maybe I'll be able to catch a couple of hours tomorrow. Like he starts planning stuff yeah, like right. that. Yeah, <laughs> Daniel yeah. Craig's not doing any of that. No, that's no. true. No admin. Okay, if I get up tomorrow and I skip having a shower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Get a couple of hours. I get a, I get a coffee at the Seven Eleven on the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'll that'll I'll, that'll save me twenty five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I can I can stay up till five. It's fine. <laughs> that's great. It's yeah, fine. But, <laughs> but then it takes me about fifteen minutes to fall asleep. So you Has he gone to the toilet yet in this movie? Unfortunately, the toilet is not mentioned. Whoa, just disappointing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know. Probably saves us for between missions. (laughs) (laughs) That's in another book, Licensed to Shit. (laughs) Just doing a mission with a full bladder, I don't like that. I like it. Couldn't concentrate. So Karam thinks it may be a coincidence that the Russians are on board. Mm. Because, you know, Russians also travel. That's true, actually. Licensed to fill my underpants. I just thought of it. (laughs) I was going to say always rushing around. We both had jokes, didn't we? both we? had good jokes. <laughs> we both had the joke of the episode ready to go. Yeah. It's a shame It's a shame they crossed over and resulted in two bad jokes somehow. <laughs> you had to wait an hour for it, but yeah. we, got, we got there. We got there, people. Uh, but Karen, he's like, well, they could just be hanging out, but just in case they're on your tail, Bond, 
I don't want to take any chances. So he bribes a conductor and also takes one of their tickets. Okay. <laughs> Look, this could be a coincidence, but I'm going to attract a lot of attention. <laughs> Just to be on the safe side, I'm going to walk up to their little cabin and I'm going to take their ticket <laughs> in front of them and be like, I'm taking this. Well, you were asking about the toilet, but basically he waits until one of them is on the toilet and then yells under the stall, Tickets, please. And then the Russian slides his ticket out and then he grabs it and just runs away with it. Nice. That is honestly what he does. Wow. It's pretty good. Uh, It's the toilet paper inspector. I'm going to need all your toilet paper. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, hang on a second. (laughs) You see, it's explicitly said in the book that travelling without a ticket is a serious offence. And because he's also bribed the conductor to be on his, uh, his side, two of the three Russians are kicked off at the next stop. Nice. Kerem laughs because it means they'll probably be executed when they get home. That is funny. Hilarious. (laughs) Hilarious. That is very funny. That would also be, I think that would be a great moment for any of the modern day Bond movies like there. You know, there's dudes with machine guns firing at (laughs) Bond or whatever and then the conductor's like, "Uh, tickets please? They're like, oh, we should, all right, we'll go. Hang on. We'll go actually. The guy took it when I was taking a shit, so. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. I mean, surely they would have checked it getting on and they'd be like, yeah. They'd I bet it was constant checking back in the yeah, day. Yeah, you're probably right. Too much yeah. checking. I mean, it's, if it's 10 grand a night even. Yeah, yeah, then. yeah. But, like, you're in a room, I yeah. assume. Yeah, because they're, they're, there is third class, apparently. Oh, you probably okay. get a lot but of, But like, they're not in there. You right. probably get, like, a lot of people, like, hanging out in a tunnel arch, you know, like, <laughs> like clamped on. Yep, and then yep. when, the, when the Orient Express goes through the tunnel, they drop onto the top of the Orient Express and they cut their way in. Sure, you know, yeah, with yeah, a, yeah. With a Use, laser a, a laser watch? Sort of, yeah, laser watch, like probably. the GoldenEye video yeah, yeah. game. Oh, yeah, 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 big fan. Yeah, and then they get in there and they're like, I'll have the trout, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the boiled trout, <laughs> whatever terrible food you serve on this <laughs> million-dollar train or whatever. <laughs> The perfect crime. <laughs> For a boiled trout. Yeah. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> I say they're being uh, Bond feels more relaxed now. Two of them are kicked off yeah, and cool. starts to sleep. Mm. Remember, it's all about admin. Yeah. Boy, is it. But Kerem is still worried about the final Russian and vows to take care of him. Kerem mm. of him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm gonna take care of him. Hence my name. Here we go. But the next day, Bond is called to his friend Kerem's cabin, where Uh-oh. he is found dead, along with the Russian man. Bond, I'm dead. <laughs> Come quick. <laughs> good. Having apparently killed each other. Oh, apparently. 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 Mm. I mean, you know, bad odds. I reckon Kerem should have been like, "Hey, Bond." How about both of us kill this one guy? Yeah, absolutely. You know? Mm, I'm going to kill him You've got all those bullets. Yeah. So, But Bond was sleeping, so I don't want to wake him. Hey, Bond, you've got two throwing knives. Gives us a throwing knife, and and you have a throwing knife. We'll chuck our knives at this bloke. (laughs) (laughs) We'll kill him. It's a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll kill him with these knives. So Bond is sad that his friend is dead, but he's glad that the danger is over now. Yes, that it's is good. Smooth sailing Actual line of him. dialogue from the yeah. book. <laughs> I'm sad my friend is dead, but glad the danger is over now. Or the other way around. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Some of the, it is pretty clunky like that. Um, also, a lot of it is you can tell, like I really enjoyed the, 
the action of it all, but a mm. lot of the stuff is there's so much description that it's just trying to prove that he was there. He drove yeah. down Bond Street, which of course has trees on either side. There's a white mailbox on the left hand side, <laughs> and then 50 meters later you come to an inter- that kind of stuff. Like it's yeah, right. so much description. It's like we get it. You've been yeah. there. Okay, Google Maps. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's so much description. <laughs> That's how they build Google Maps based on Ian Fleming's <laughs> yeah, descriptions of a lot of streets. <laughs> And then there was two men at a window and they were giving the finger. <laughs> and then we passed the Auntie Donna boys. <laughs> yeah. In the stupid old studios. Oh, seeing them on stupid old is the greatest thing. Yeah. So at a stop off in northern Italy, Bond spots a man who he immediately thinks is an English spy mm. sent to help him. And he just he just looks like a spy. Bond's like, oh, thank goodness the cavalry's here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Union Jack bowler hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's right. This is for me, I reckon. Union Jack umbrella. <laughs> Union Jack parachute. <laughs> he suitcase is pale, very pale. <laughs> it's just spray painted with 005 or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bond, he's not a fool. He does the code phrase about needing a match. Yeah. And the, the other guy's like, of course I have a lighter in the winter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the man responds and introduces himself as Captain Nash. Bond presumes he's been sent by M as added protection for the rest of the trip. Does Love he it. ask, though? Are you sent by M? <laughs> yes. Uh, he does something like that. Yes. I <laughs> presume you've been sent yeah, 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 yeah. by M. M? Yeah, yeah M. M. Yep. Yeah, M. 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 Did you say M or N? <laughs> N. Yeah, N sent me. Yeah. <laughs> Love that guy. Yeah. All girl. Uh, <laughs> classic oh, I think, M. I think he does say, yeah, oh, M, 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 M sent me here. So mm. Bond's yeah. like, great, great. But there's something a bit off about this guy. Mm. Bond keeps seeing an unhinged look of insanity in his eyes every now and then. I think I've like, gotten on. Like, what's hang going on a second. This Nash guy, it's I think it's described constantly as like suddenly the the door to a furnace being open and you can oh, see the fire inside and yeah. then it closes again later on. He's wow. like, I looked at him and I and I saw the door to the furnace was open again. He flies undone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you with his piping hot yeah. wang? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, his sunburnt to a crisp wang. <laughs> Are you last year's winner of hot bloke on a train or whatever <laughs> this was? <laughs> yeah. But Bond, so he sees this in Saturday. But Bond assumes that anyone who was sent on assignment to a small place like this in northern Italy would eventually go mad. Sure, so he yeah. doesn't think much. This of it. Bond character is making a lot of assumptions, isn't he? Yes, he makes. And you know what happens when you assume? What is that? You make an ass out of you and me. Yeah, that's oh, good. I like okay. That. Yeah. Can I use that? Um, yeah, you have. There's a licensing fee, but yes. <laughs> sure. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the only thing that really annoys, so he's like, "There's something weird about this guy." But oh, anyway, he's just a local guy. Yeah. English guy's gone mad. Anyway, I like how this version of Bond doesn't trust his instincts or doesn't have any instincts. No, like he's I, way <laughs> too trusting in this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like to the point where you're like, "Come on, man!" Early days, I guess, in his career, yeah. though. Yeah. By book, you know, the next one, he's <laughs> super paranoid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he doesn't trust anyone. Show me a wang. <laughs> Show it to me. Show me. <laughs> The only thing that really annoys him is that Nash keeps calling him old man. He's okay. like, sure thing, old man. No worries, old man. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to see you, old man. And he's like, he, he literally thinks, and this is a line in the book, how can I get him to stop calling me old man? <laughs> That's his concern. How can I politely say something? Yeah. So Bond's also, he's also awkward. Oh, Let's okay. show each other our passports and then we'll know. That I'm not younger man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yours is Russian. <laughs> Hang on a second. Is this one of those things, you know, in Inglorious Bastards where there's an undercover spy and they know he's a spy because when he orders three drinks, uh, he does yes. it the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. right. He holds up the thumb, the, the thumb rather than the three middle yeah, fingers. And, yeah. I'd be like. Is it? 
Does something? Does is that the thing? Is that the thing? Yeah, he he orders three tr- smoked trouts. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Hang on a second. Only a only a yeah. Russian agent would order three smoked trouts. <laughs> I would I would hate to be killed in that because sometimes I'm like, yeah, can I get three? And I'll hold up like five fingers. <laughs> it's not an issue of. Two. It's not an issue of yeah. my upbringing. It's just manual dexterity. It's not good. <laughs> uh. you, you give up the the Star Trek symbol. Yeah. Two. <laughs> Tatiana, however, is sus on Nash. She's like, I don't like this guy. He's weird. But Bond tells her not to worry. He's here to help. Okay. Mm, great. <laughs> and they all go to dinner. Presumably have spotted dick and trout, whatever. And mm. Nash spills Tatiana's drink and makes a big show of apologising and pouring her a new one. <sighs> Sounds like a murder afoot. Am I correct? That does like sound, a but, but also there is so much description of food that maybe he's just describing oh, the dinner scene. I, d- I don't mean to brag, but I have seen a drink being spilled <laughs> yeah. and then another drink being poured in its place. <laughs> I'm that well off. They say, Me, they, Ian they Fleming. Do, they do tell you right what you know. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tatiana soon comes over sick. And Bond thinks that everything's just become too much for her. Yeah. That's mm. his assumption. That trout was quite overwhelming. Yeah, oh, that was big. <laughs> it was underboiled. <laughs> or overboiled? <laughs> it wasn't perfectly boiled. Yeah. <laughs> so they decide to put her to bed. And Nash They tell- both do. <laughs> yeah, they both go back to the room, they tuck her in. It's a real team effort. Read her a story, yeah. <laughs> and Nash tells Bond he'll take the first watch and that Bond should have a sleep. Whilst he sleeps. That first watch. An Amiga Seamaster professional. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> he actually says, whilst you sleep, I'll read my copy of War and Peace. Oh, he okay. says, I've tried many times to get through it. Hopefully I'll get through it this time. Anyway, good night, Bond. Bond gets into bed. He reads a couple of chapters of his, of his own book. Then and he wrote. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he falls asleep. Dear Diary, I met a wonderful man named Captain Nash. I trust him with me life. Best friends forever. (laughs) So Bond falls asleep, but he's woken up by Nash, who suddenly has a weird look in his eyes. Mm. The furnace door is wide open. Seems that way, yeah. Bond worries that he's gone mad. It's at this point that he reveals he's not Nash at all, but rather Smurfs killer Red Grant. Why did he say that? The guy from the start. Oh, yeah, I get it. But why did he say that, though? Just murder why would, him, yes, murder him while he's yeah, asleep. Yeah, totally it's, a, it's an arrogance thing. Oh, yeah, okay. he probably wants to see the light in their eyes. So he's like, I want to get him well-rested. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to beat him to death. And this is when we come to the... We talked about books being weapons. Yeah. He holds Bond captive with a gun hidden inside his copy of War and Peace. Oh, that's the, good. That's funny. Not of the James Bond anthology. No, he's not holding <laughs> This Ian Fleming guy is very good. He's very good. You're going to have a bunch of other adventures yeah. that are detailed in this book. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just love it if you just flipped open the book and you've got a gun in there. And you're yeah. like, boys, <laughs> you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, they do not do that in the, in, the, no. in the film. There's no War and Peace gun. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what a gun, though. Big mm, book. I reckon. Yes. Very big. Wait, so was he not reading War and Peace? Or do you have two books? I think he just wasn't reading it at all. He was just staring at a gun. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like <laughs> yeah. a killer. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like something he would do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whilst waiting to enter a tunnel where Red has been ordered to kill Bond, he reveals Schmersh's plan. Mm. Again, an arrogance thing to be like, oh, I've been told that you're their best agent. Well, guess what? 
I'm going to easily kill you. Mm. And that's also, that's become like a very James Bond. Oh, yeah. Like that's the ultimate thing of like the yeah. bad guy explains the plot Why before you... Bond Hang on a kills second. him. Yeah. Mm. You're revealing all the other bad guys I have to go after after I kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so it turns out the plan is he will shoot Bond through the heart and he tells him, I never miss. Don't worry about that. Uh, I, w- I wasn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> You're not going to get me in the shoulder and I'll go, ow, <laughs> ow. Rude. <laughs> he will then plant film footage of Bond and Tatiana making love that was secretly filmed in the hotel. Okay. Earlier in the book, I forgot to tell you, he got moved to the honeymoon suite. Nice. And he, he realises, the honeymoon suite, shit. Is this prior to, is that prior to him getting involved in that situation in the street where they don't kill him? Which situation? You know the situation where the, the, all the, the guys oh, right, when don't at, kill no. him? This that they're, that they're, he's been moved. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So he gets moved before he meets up with Tatiana, which is that night. Uh, so okay, they say, right, "Oh, right. Mr. Bond, we've upgraded you to this room," and he goes, "Oh, just my luck. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Of course, I'd love the honeymoon suite. Sounds right." And so the plan is, yeah, they've got f- footage of them uh, hooking up, and the footage will then make it to the tabloids in England. Oh, the bloody story, Daily Mirror. The mm. story will be so salacious that it will be reported about for months and really embarrass James Bond and British intelligence. That's the full plan. Wow. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like, That's so yeah, lame. The, the Sun on the Daily Mail <laughs> yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. will love it so much that they'll be like, British agent defects, has sex with Russian agent. Here is the full 45-minute video. Like, If anything, they're just going to launch a couple of social media careers with this. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Or, like, because you can also never tell what's going to go viral. Yeah. So maybe they'll be like, uh, Bond, uh, yeah, the, the, we've, we've, we're going we're gonna to ruin British intelligence whole reputation. And then some, somebody's like, oh, look, but here's a lion and a goat and they're friends. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. They, they're playing together. And <laughs> that takes over social media. Oh, no. Yeah. And that's what everyone talks about for months <laughs> on end. The Russians are pulling their hair out. Also, Tatiana is currently passed out because he put something in her drink. Oh. Also, the spectre is booby trapped to explode under examination. Oh, yeah. Says, oh, yeah. Nice. So even if you were to get that over, it'll take people out. So anyway, Bond, th- I've hidden this big gun in this, in this copy of War and Peace, and all you've got is a copy of Australian Women's Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, a very thin gun. <laughs> very thin, flat gun. Oh. <laughs> uh. He also arrogantly tells Bond of his location of his meeting with Kleb the following day. Okay. Mm. He's going to meet, Great. Up, meet up with the, the Schmersh head lady. So, yeah, I'm going to meet her at this hotel. It's going to be sick. Yeah. I hear the buffet breakfast is awesome. Love you to be there. And Bond's like, why are you telling me this? Mm. What? You're boring. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, but just <laughs> I'm kill me. You. <laughs> just kill me. Uh, the tunnel approaches and Bond asks if he can smoke a cigarette. You know, one for old time's sake. Yeah. And Red's like, all right, whatever. Mm. So... He's able to discreetly slip the metal cigarette case into a book he's holding. Remember he was reading a book? Yeah, yeah. Into a book he's holding. And banking on that Red is as good a shot as he says, he never misses, he holds it close to his heart. He's got a book <gasps> and stuff. a metal case. He's Marty McFlying this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They get to the tunnel. Red shoots and Bond collapses to the floor. Nice. But the book and cigarette case have saved him. Though he's in a lot of pain because it like you still get the reverberations. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, my chest is on fire. However, Bond mimics all the dead bodies that he's seen over the years and plays <laughs> dead. Wow. Lying he's down, being seen like, or contributed to this. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and he plays dead. He's just lying on the floor. He's I'd like, overthink that. You'd evacuate your bowels. All that and just like, I'll be <laughs> sitting in a weird way. And, yeah. <laughs> 
Because Red Grant always checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, first thing he does, dack the body. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when Red climbs up the bunk bed... I've Bond has a license to fill. <laughs> Trousers. Yes. <laughs> when Red climbs up the bunk bed, which I love that he's paying 10 grand a night, they've got a bunk bed in this, uh, this Orient Express room, Very good. to where Tatiana has passed out of sleep, Bond discreetly moves his hand to his suitcase and ejects the little knives. Oh, here we go. He decides, I've only got one shot of this. He, he actually starts thinking about anatomy classes. He's like, where is a good artery for me to stab? <laughs> he stabs Red and Red falls down but isn't dead. Mm, so he falls down. No. Red's not dead. He's much stronger than Bond and is overpowering him. So he gets up and they start having a wrestle. When Bond is reaching around on the floor, feeling for something to try and help, he feels the war and peace book slash gun. Here we oh. go. Here we bloody go. Because it's such an unusual weapon, he's not sure which way it fires. He's <laughs> like, this could shoot me or this could shoot him. I'm sorry, the book is a gun. Yeah, the book is a gun. Oh, I didn't. I thought it was like in no, the book. Yeah, Gary. I thought I thought it was wow, like okay. you open the book and there's left. He's like cut a hole That's in what it. I, you thought, pull the gun yeah. I think it has 10 or 20 rounds, he says. And he says, these Russians are pretty smart guys, huh? Yeah, Red yeah, says, yeah. and Bond's like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But he's like, all right, I don't know which way this book gun shoots. But I've got to take a risk because he is going to strangle me. He fires. It hits red. Nice. Red falls to the floor. And then Bond wakes up Tatiana. And then he thinks, hey, hang on. With a book. <laughs> get, a look, get a load of this guy. And then he goes, hang on, I haven't checked if he's dead. Has he shit himself? Yeah, yeah that's right. He, he checks his pants and he has soiled himself. Okay. No, he checks his pulse and goes, oh, thank God, that would have been embarrassing. <laughs> Oh, imagine if you're still alive. That would have been a British Secret Service embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, that's the Daily Mail. Bond forgets to check Pulse <laughs> for months. <laughs> so he wakes up Tatiana and they escape to Paris. Tatiana is safely at the uh, British Embassy mm-hmm. and the Spectre machine is given to the bomb squad. And Bond, after a hearty breakfast at the embassy, it says. Hell yeah. <laughs> goes full to, English, probably. Yeah, full Beans. English. Sausage, oh, a tomato, black pudding, mm. Mm. cup of Thames water. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> room temperature. Yes, room temperature. Bond goes to the hotel meeting point where the assassin Red said he was going to meet Rosa Klebb. Okay. So Bond gets there and in the hotel room is a little old French woman just sitting there knitting. And he's mm, like, yeah. oh, hang on. I think I've got the wrong room here. He mentions Red being dead. He's like, oh, I think you were meant to meet a certain Mr. Nash, but he sadly won't be joining us ever again or something like that. But the lady doesn't seem to respond at all and Bond is almost taken in by the act. But at last he says, hang on a second. I know it's you, Rosa Kleb. The jig is up. (laughs) Nice. Nice. There we go. Yeah. And with that, the little old lady lunges at him with the knitting needles. And Bond notices that the ends are a strange blue colour and realises poisoned. they're covered in a deadly smirsh nerve agent. Even the slightest scratch could yeah. kill him. From the blood of Papa Schmirsch. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> That's why it's blue. You don't want to get contaminated with the blue blood. Why does Gargamel want to eat them? They're definitely poisoned. Yeah, oh, right? Oh, my God, little mushroom kids. Yeah. Bond grabs his gun, but it jams. Classic British. Yeah. It's just Shit. British engineering That's right a, there. Meanwhile, the Russians are shooting people with a book. Right? <laughs> he should have brought the book along. Yeah. Yeah. And instead he's got to defend himself and uh, he strikes her over the head with a chair. 
Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Ric Flair style. That's oh amazing. God. That would, oh, I would oh. love to see that. Is that in the movie? No. <laughs> just like a collapsible. In the movie, he climbs dang. to the top turnbuckle and he <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just body slams her. No, in the movie, I think there's none of this old lady stuff, but she's got a. A knife in her shoe. Okay. Yeah, she, she, pretends, she pretends to be a hotel maid. Yeah, oh, she yeah, comes yeah. in because Tatiana in the movie Tatiana and him are having like a luxurious uh, hangout in a hotel. Yeah, yeah. And the maid comes in, they're like, "Oh, whatever, maid, put it over there." Mm. And then it's revealed that underneath a bonnet or something is her. So we're going to get to that shoe because she's um, pinned under the chair. Yep. And Bond says, "It's all over. You're going to be questioned so much by the end of this. You'll probably be in a lunatic asylum." He tells her. And she's like, where will you be? And he says, oh, probably abroad somewhere. And she sort of laughs at him mm. evilly. Oh. Yeah. Two men arrive to take her away who are on Bond's side. And whilst they're grabbing her, they don't notice a little blade pop out <laughs> the front of her shoe. Very good. Also covered in a blue poisonous liquid. As they grab Rosa, she kicks out at Bond, hitting him in the shin. Good. And then she quickly hides the blade back in her shoe. Mm. So Bond's fellow agents laugh and say, ha ha, those Russians always want the last word, thinking that just this old lady has just kicked Bond in the shin. But yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Luckily he had a copy of War and Peace <laughs> and, a, and a cigarette case. Strapped to his shin. shin. <laughs> what these men that are laughing don't realise is that the poison is pulsing through Bond's body. Mm. He starts losing feeling in his hands. He falls to the floor, and I will read you the final line of From Russia With Love. Oh, my goodness. As Ian Fleming intended. Now he had to gasp for breath. Again, his hand moved up towards his cold face. He had an impression of Mat- Mattis? Mathis? Mathis. Mathis, yeah. Renee yeah, Mathis. Yeah. They're, they're mates. He's one of his terrible mates. Yeah, he, he, kill, uh, he died, and then he chucked him in the bin. Yeah. Oh, great. He's one of the people carrying the... Uh, of the, the spectre. Carrying, uh, carrying Rosa out. Ah, uh, Kevin. Okay, he had an impression of Mathis starting towards him. Bond felt his knees begin to buckle. He said, or thought he said, I've already got the loveliest dot, 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 because they've just asked about him having a girlfriend. Bond pivoted slowly on his heel and crashed headlong to the wine-red floor. <gasps> End book. Wow. Was this supposed to be like, I'm done with this dude? Yes. So, Okay, spoiler alert for the next book and also Sherlock Holmes for anyone. Yeah, that's right. Speculation has always maintained that this novel was intended to be Bond's version of Sherlock's The Final Problem. Mm. In both stories, a legendary hero appears to have died, but in a way brimming with ambiguity. So I think it's Reichenbacher Falls is Sherlock's tumbled over the edge with Moriarty. And Mm. it's like, oh, I guess he's dead. And he could, if he wanted to, leave it there. Mm. At the time... Fleming was bored with the character, but um, he came back a year later in Doctor No. Of yeah. course. And that book actually starts with Bond having recovered from the poisoning. Yeah. Mm. So he decided to bring him back, I guess. He's like, yeah. oh, all right, these checks are pretty good. So he just yeah. wasn't poisoned that much. He wasn't poisoned <laughs> that much. But, like, you've got to wait a year to find out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, see, that's that. that it's, this, it's the same with, you know, Arthur Conan Doyle. Ian Fleming knew what side his boiled bread was butted on. <laughs> he knew that this was where the money was. He, he wasn't like, and then Bond's head just got completely cut off. Yeah. And rolled, yeah, that's rolled right. over the other side of the room. He's like, mm, he was poisoned a little bit in his shin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he got a bit, he, was, he was, couldn't feel his hands for a bit. You know, because you always want the door open just in case. Yeah. Well, that's weak. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but, but I get that. <laughs> I totally get it. Ian Fleming's um, got four more years to live. You know, you got to make the most of it. <laughs> 
Oh, but that that is the end of the book. So that is obviously that does that doesn't happen in the movie at all. Yeah, it's, it's like a love scene. Like they take out Rosa Kleb from the hotel, and then they're like, "Well, they make love in the shattered remains of that chair." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sexier than a shattered chair. Oh, but yeah, but that is from Russia with Love, the novel. What do you th- what do you think, having heard that? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was good. I yeah. liked it. I would like to see, like, maybe if if somebody out there on YouTube, you know, makes like sketches or something, I would love to see a Bond versus Rosa Claire where she is she is dressed as an old lady and f- uh, fighting with knitting needles, and he drops the chair on her. I think yeah, that would be really yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> and you can you can really see why they didn't put that in the movie. And then there's a bit of WWE commentary over yeah, the top. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It does sound like an Austin Powers scene. Yeah, like totally. an old woman with knitting needles. Yeah. And, and then hitting with a chair. chair. And she's like, ow! Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So mm. sorry. But it's interesting what, what I, you know, it's interesting that he's so trusting. That's interesting. I wonder if in further novels he does, like his, his character evolves and becomes less trusting mm. or character development was not a thing back then. Yeah. Tough to say. It is. Great. Good. <laughs> good. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, it's also interesting that he's not... He's not as capable as he's become in like the, you know, the modern day Bond stuff. That's where he's true, like, yeah. he's the absolute best. He's the best martial artist, and he's the best. Yeah, yeah, you know, right. he's the best shot. And obviously, he wouldn't even get in a position where he has to put a cigarette case over his mm. heart or whatever it is. Yep. You know, he'd, you know, he'd have a gadget and a gun, and a, you know, Madonna would be there. Because I think in fence the fence, <laughs> giving him fencing <laughs> instructions or whatever. Because in the, the from Russia Love the movie, if I remember, so they've got Red there. Robert Shaw, and he says to him, uh, can I have a cigarette? I'll, I can pay for it. And he says, I'll give you the 50 gold sovereigns or something like that. They're up there in that case. Yeah, yeah. And then he and goes to open attacks, the case yeah. and then the, the gas oh, can yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And right. then that's how he, he how he takes him out. Mm-hmm. But um, in this he just had to play dead. Yeah. yeah. And then wrestle back the War and Peace gun book. Yes, that's God, right. God, he's good. Yeah. Mm. He's one of the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love if that because you know it's all you know the Bond's you know traditionally he wears the Rolex or he wears the Amiga and it's got the laser or the buzz saw or the magnet or whatever. Mm. I think it'd be funny if the most enduring gadget in the Bond movies was a copy of War and Peace <laughs> he carries with various gadgets in it. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to get to that rooftop. Luckily, my copy of War and Peace has a grappling hook in it. He <laughs> 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 uh, just wants to look cultured. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I hadn't read any of this. So this, I, don't, I can't remember now if I actually said it at the start. So this this uh, anthology of Bond novels was sitting on my grandpa's shelf mm. since I was a kid. I think this version's from the early 70s. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what's the date on that? I think it's 72 or something like that. Because, it, yeah, it's definitely post the movies because Sean is on the cover. Mm. Your mate Sean. <laughs> no, I was like, <laughs> do, do I... Do I call him Sean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it is early seventies. Um, and as I said, like because I loved. Can I have a quick look? See, yeah, please right. have a look. I uh, loved Bond from a young age, mm. the movies anyway. I was obsessed with this, but never read it. And then I inherited it when my granddad died, yeah. and it's just been on my own shelf for many years. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like, yeah, I needed an excuse to read it. And it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Are you gonna read the others? I think I will have a go. I I kind of wish now that I because they're not actually listed in chronological yeah. or publishing mm. order. Mm. Um, I would like to maybe start with Casino Royale just to see because that probably introduces the character. I, ima- I imagine they're not even any. They're not even like any order at all. Really. Yeah, it's a strange. They're not, not in. Then initially, I thought maybe they'd be in order of the movie releases. Yeah, but they're not that no. either, which is strange. Published yeah in seventy eight. Oh, I guess they're the they're the they're the order in which they were published as novels. 
but they're the ones that had become movies, maybe. Is oh, that okay. why, yeah. maybe? Well, not Moonraker. Moonraker wouldn't have at this yeah. point. Yeah, and Doctor I guess Mar- they because they would also have to maintain <coughs> the continuity, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, within the books. Well, was so. Moonraker would have been coming out because after Star Wars, they, the Moonraker would have been in the works at this point, because um, yeah, like mm. I said, Star Wars. They went, uh, Bond doesn't set trends anymore. Let's just do a space one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised to see that Moonraker was such an early one. Yeah, so mm. he doesn't actually go into space. I don't think. There's no space in the in the. In no, the book. I don't think there's any space in the book. There's not even a moon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just a rake, a regular <laughs> rake. <laughs> Bond, you've got to transport this rake out of Russia. <laughs> yeah, Moonraker came out in se- the movie came out in '79, so they would have known it was. Uh, they're like they we're future proof in this book. Coming out, mm. don't even worry about it. Mm. Great stuff, Dave. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me. The only thing left to do is to score it out of five, as you heard it here today. Wow. Um, Does it sound like something that you'd be interested in in ever reading, or are you like we've got the movies now? They're pretty pretty definitive. No, I, I mean I've never really. I don't think I've read any, so I'd, I would be interested in, in going back and having a gander. Maybe start with some shorter ones to see how I feel. Yeah, do the short mean? story about catching the catching the, the fish. fish or whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Mason spoiled that one, but yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I reckon I'm going to give it three and a half out of five. I enjoyed it. But it is a little dry compared to, say, you know, the blockbuster, you know, your blockbuster Bond movies. Also, I probably would have preferred, you know, some more descriptions of the the food. Sorry, I didn't bring no, that. Right. I definitely could have. I wasn't yeah. sure how interested we'd be. Very mm. is the in hearing answer. about because he also tried a lot of local Turkish food. <gasps> it was described in detail to him by Karim. What? My goodness, falafel. I can't. There was a couple of things because they tried food from different cultures, and Karim kept saying, "Oh, this is better than this." Do they have that weird ice cream that's got like a little bit more gelatin in it? The, I don't remember any, any desserts actually, which okay, is disappointing. Well, imagine Bond with a big ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's how I imagine him all the time. Every Bond, every iteration of Bond, big ice cream. That's, that's all he eats. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what ice cream? Whatever you can imagine. Bubble uh, Bill. He's got a Bubble Bill <laughs> with the bullet hole in it. He put the bullet hole there himself. <laughs> Tried to stop a bullet with it. <laughs> that's right. Um, I reckon it's probably a four for me. I found I found that very very interesting in comparing it to what I vaguely remember yeah. of that movie and just hearing about early days James Bond. And I like that he's like he's a bit of a fool. You know? Yeah, he, honestly, because a lot of the plot point was him being so trusting. Yeah, especially when Nash rocks up, aka Red, mm. and he's just like, "Oh, of course you're my mate." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> t- and then he even actually, re- I forgot to say, he even reveals, "Oh, I've been on this train the whole time." Right, Nash says yeah, that. Nash says I, I was just hiding in another spot, and I got off, changed into, changed into this outfit that was given to me by the Russians. They, the costume department gave me this <laughs> to look really English, and then I strolled up the platform. But I've just been hanging out back there the whole time. God, he's good. Bond, yeah. you fool! <laughs> I'm also going to give it four out of five. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, especially, I liked the. I was surprised by the structure. I was like, gosh, maybe we don't even meet James Bond in this mm. one because <laughs> it was half the book. You know, I, th- I think something like. Um, I read it's about they're usually about two hundred and fifty pages, mm-hmm. the sort of Bond novel, so they're short and pretty quick. But like about a hundred and hundred of those, there's no Bond. <laughs> and I thought yeah. that's good, but they, they would never do that in a film. Like you couldn't not have Bond turn up till. I wouldn't mind seeing it though. I tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. I mean, you know, maybe they'll they'll play with the structure mm. at some point. Like I think I think it'll be good to see like maybe. Uh, from the perspective of the bad guys, like they're they're trying to do their evil mission or they hijack the nuclear missiles or whatever, and there's always this, you know, this fear of this boogeyman James Bond yep, who's going to yeah. come in and ruin their day. I think that yeah. would be kind of fun. 
like maybe th- from the perspective of a henchman, mm. like his yeah. life, <laughs> his life, and he says goodbye. He has breakfast. He says goodbye to his kids or whatever, and then he's just just guarding a truck, and Bond just <laughs> zips down on a grappling hook and says a funny line and breaks his neck yeah. or whatever. <laughs> That's Sorry, old pal, I forgot to knock. Crack. <laughs> That's just like we're all like, that's hilarious. What do you mean forgot to knock? Like, and then you see his, his, we're out in the open. <laughs> his phone's on the ground and it lights up and it's his wife calling and you see the picture of his wife and his kids on there. You're like, oh, no. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it just says wife. It's just flashing on the screen. I, I guess the start of like GoldenEye, it's not the whole movie, but you, you don't see Bond for like a lot of that opening sequence. You see, like, the back of his head and he does the bungee and then the first time you see him is upside down in the toilet. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Well, I am really looking forward to seeing the new one this weekend. Yeah. So. You can have a good time, I you think. You can have a good time. So, yeah. yeah. I think I nearly always do. Mm. Like, even with the ones I don't love as much, I just don't watch them again. But, like, at yeah. the time, the cinematic experience. Oh, yeah. Great. And yeah. settle in because it's nearly three hours this mm. one as oh, well. Wow. And also, um, we're far enough from the end of lockdown that the choc tops will be fresh. Because yeah. when I came straight out of lockdown, I saw Shang-Chi. Yeah. And the choc tops, I think, were pre-lockdown choc oh tops. Oh, my God. And solid. Solid and, like, stale yeah. cone. Oh, no, stale cone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, then a couple of weeks later, I saw No Time to Die, and I'm like, oh, this is a, this is a, a fresh, crispy choc top. Oh, I can't mm. wait yum, for a yum, choc yum. top. Mm. If it's three hours, I might have that thing where they bring you one halfway through. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And they'll bring you one, one at the start, one halfway through. Are you going gold going. class, are you? I am going gold Whoa. class. I love it, I love it. Yeah, I mean, I only go to the movies about once every get two years. Get a letter Ian Fleming over here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and, and then we went to the movies where they'll bring you a chock top in the middle of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> if you're like, yeah, I've done it. Yeah, that's right. I've done it before. I'm actually going to golden eye class. Oh, oh, oh. I hope you say that upon arrival. Yeah, is this no, golden eye class? Yeah. What? I'm doing a joke. <laughs> is joke. Yeah, it's golden eye class. Would it have been more... <laughs> Obvious too if I said Goldfinger Club. <laughs> now that sounds weird. Yeah. Also, I'm dressed as Odd Job. How do you not get the joke? <laughs> yeah. I'm on my knees. I have my yeah. shoes on my knees. And they're just like, I'm 14. I'm for, I work what? on the tour and I'm 14. I don't know, I know what know. James Bond is. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Book Cheat. Of course, we can hear a lot more of your voices together at last we every week. Yeah, we don't shut up, do we? Never. Listen? No. On your fantastic podcast, The Weekly Planet. That's mm-hmm. the one, yeah. We've got to have you on as well. We've never had you as a guest. I would love to. Yeah. We, I mean, I was going to say, I'd love to talk about James Bond, but I think I've just missed my opportunity. <laughs> We're done. Yeah, that ship's, ship's sailed. We're never doing it again. <laughs> we did do an episode, but... Yeah, and we've yeah. done we've done uh, uh, over on uh, James's Mr. Sunday Movies video channel on mm. YouTube. That's where video channels are. That's where we've done a whole bunch are. of uh, videos about James Bond. I really, I really enjoyed your Goldeneye one. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we, we do the playthroughs as well of the a bunch of the video games as well. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. many, so much uh, James Mixed Bond results. Content. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good well, fun. I'll link to all that stuff in the description of this episode. Is there anything else you got c- coming up? Nah. For the end so. of the year, Christmas. We've got Christmas coming up, don't we? Christmas is coming up. We were on uh, stupid old. Stu- oh, we're on uh, Andy and Al's two in the think tank. Uh, live 300th episode we on were. YouTube. You were also on that day. Yeah, that was yeah. a lot of fun. So our friends, uh, Alistair and Andy from Two in the Think Tank, did their 300th, 300th episode where they come up with sketches for each episode. Yep. Five usually, but for the 300th episode, they did 300 sketch ideas in a row, which took them 18 and a half hours. Absolute yeah. insanity. It's mm. absolutely they an amazing achievement. blitzed through it, though. Yeah, I thought it was going to take yeah. 24 hours at least, but... Mm. Got in there, good Yeah, on. they got through them. So, yeah, we, we, we were all on it at certain mm. stages. So I'll link to that as well. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. 
So thank you so much. That's all we, we've, I've got to say. If you want to suggest a book, I might get to it in three years' time, ah. like I did for Scott. Scott, how'd I go? What do you reckon? Let me know if you're still listening. If, if you're listening and you know Scott and you know Scott's dropped off the podcast, let him know that we finally got to one. We yeah. did it, Scott. Yeah. You can come back finally. <laughs> uh, but there's a link in the description of this episode, and I will also give you a shout-out if I ever do your suggestion. So let me know if you want me to do anything. Nice. But until next time, I'll say thank you to our guests. Thank you so much. Thank Until you. next time, I will say books forever. Books, 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 books. Boil trout forever. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs>